tell you something you already know. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. It's a very mean and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently if you let it. Nobody is gonna hit as hard as life, but it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. That's how winning is done. Now, if you know what you're worth, then go out and get what you're worth. But you gotta be willing to take the hits and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody. Cowards do that and that ain't you. You're better than that. Thought we might need that today. Fire us up. It's Friday if you're listening live. Thank you. Welcome in to the kickoff hour. We are live and we thank you for being a part of it. Don't forget, register your class if you're a teacher, school administrator, maybe a parent. Uh, that has uh, access to, you know, getting information to your teacher. Uh, make sure that they know that they can register their classroom for Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom on March 2nd. That's Dr. Seuss's birthday for our annual reading of Green Eggs and Ham. It happens live at 8.35 a.m. Central Time if you want to watch or listen live. I know a lot of you go back and listen to different parts of the day. Whatever the case, March 2nd is uh, what you want to make sure that you go to rickandbubba.com and register for. Uh, you know, a lot of times it's right there on the homepage under show notes, but you can always find it under upcoming events. Just scroll down to March the 2nd. Uh, you homeschoolers, you still have a, you know, you have a slot there too, so you can participate. Whatever the case, make sure you do so at rickandbubba.com. And while you're there, speaking of upcoming events, uh, make sure that you know where Rick's at, and he'll be there tonight. Uh, I think Helmsy will be with him as well. Uh, in Columbus, Mississippi. There you go, 96.1. We're headed your way. Uh, and uh, you can go there and look at all the upcoming dates uh, when it comes to uh, uh, the Man Church or, or different speaking engagements, whatever the case, that's there at rickandbubba.com. Uh, so go there today. Rick and Bubba University was recorded yesterday, and it's a, a Casio Kid uh, episode, and it was really good. So you got to make sure that you're checking out uh, that Saturday morning when it drops, make sure you uh, get all your notifications and all that set up to where you know when it hits. It's on all podcast formats, Pluto TV, Blaze TV, YouTube, Facebook. It's all there. Uh, so check it out, Rick and Bubba University. Well, the Willamette has spun, so we know that won't happen today, but we got a lot of fun. Uh, Greg off today, back with us on Monday, but over to my right is one Michael Helms. What's up, buddy? Oh, gosh, I did it again. There we go. Let's go back here. What actually happens? When I go I... to another bank. Okay, so you're on a different uh, I'm bank. on bank 10, uh, and then I just got to go back to bank one. Yeah. Eddie Van Adler here as well. <laughs> Greg, not here today, so I'm going to use one of his lines. Okay. It's you and me and mostly you. Okay. That's what, cause that's what right. he'll that's do. That's what he does. Yep. He'll, that's what he'll say. Hey, Helms. It's you and me, and mostly you. Okay. Like, okay. Mm. And hey, Columbus, Mississippi, headed your way. Valor, right. uh, Men of Valor event at Fairview Baptist Church uh, tonight. Looking forward to hearing Rick and seeing everybody in Columbus. 6.30 p.m. That's, mm-hmm. that's when we kick things off. That's so, right. Looking forward to it. That's right. Long day, but I love these days. Mm-hmm. It's just nonstop from 3.45 till probably about 11.30 tonight. Yeah. And then tomorrow night, he'll be in Montgomery, home of WLWI at Eastern Hills Baptist Church, uh, becoming a Man of God event at the Renaissance Hotel and Conference Center in downtown uh, and uh, downtown uh, Montgomery there. So uh, busy weekend for uh, for him. Uh, and you can go to uh, rickandbubba.com, click events uh, for all the information on that. You know, in Gadsden on March the 5th, he'll be at the True Grit Men's Conference at Union 
Baptist Church there in Gadsden, and the Wil- Wil- Wilbur- yeah. Wilburn and Wilburn's going to be uh, yeah. there performing uh, and and leading worship. Um, and uh, I don't know, I might have to go to that one. What? It, what well, the Wilburn special music. Wil- the Wilburns, Calvin Speedy. The Wilburn. Wilburns have reached out. What if you joined them in your trio? Well, the, the Wilburn, that evening. the Wilburns reached out to me, uh, and they said, "Hey, you, you, we got to meet." So I, don't I know, agree we'll with see. that. I agree we'll with see. that. Uh, so, I'd like to see them let you join in. Yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. Uh, I, I had no idea about Wilburn and Wilburn no, until Rick brought it up, and then and now it's just like, why didn't I know? I know. Uh, and uh, and the Wilburns have actually reached out one on one, and so we'll see what happens. So throughout this hour, I want you to think about anything that you always maybe want to say on this hour. Mm-hmm. But you don't want to because this one over oh, here, over there, usually yeah, it will yeah. you know, okay, jump I, on it. So if there's mm-hmm. anything that you kind of want to come clean about, okay. or and I'm thinking about that too. All right, so. I've got one. Okay, uh, I pruned some bushes <laughs> uh, around the house um, <laughs> day before yesterday. Okay, and and as I was pruning uh, some of the bushes, some of the, uh, I was like, so I'm pruning bushes. Well, who am yeah. I? Yeah, um, I was you know down with my little clippers, yeah. you know, clip, 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 uh, but. You know, according to our bush guy that comes by and sprays and does all that, he's like, hey, these couple need to be hit back a little bit. And there's an app now, and I don't know. I mean, this is this. Do you treat that, them like Mr. Miyagi did his his little trees? Well, yeah, not that you delicate, get, probably. But, but you have the hand scissors mm-hmm. where you'll. Right. There's an app that is called, uh, let's see, I think it's called Picture This. Um, okay. And, um, and, Basically, what happens is you can open this up, okay, okay, and you can turn the camera on. You have to give, you know, has to sure. access your camera and all this. You you go up to a bush, a tree, whatever the leaf of of whatever it is, and you kind of get up on it and you take a picture, and it will tell you what it is if you don't know. That's amazing. And we have little rose bushes around the house that when we got the house, that's what they had already landscaped around, and I didn't know what it what what they were. Yeah, I knew there was something. I knew there was some kind of rose bush, but I just didn't know what it was. It's a little Japanese road bush, or rose bush, or whatever. And um, I always go to my mom when it comes to anything like this. Hey, mom, what do you do with this? Can you cut this back? When's the best time to do it? Because you know, everybody. Hey, some you don't do in the cold weather. Some yeah. it's actually better because it saves the nutrients and all this kind of stuff of the tree. And uh, I know you didn't think I. A major in horticulture. Well, this is you? why we're talking through um, these things. And, uh, I enjoy this. Yeah, and so, um, so uh, I reached out to her, but then I went. Oh, wait a minute, I've got the app. So I went out because I didn't know what kind of oak tree they planted in the front of the, our house. I didn't. I was like, this is a weird looking oak tree. So the reason I know about this is because on the cove, some of the other neighbors said, "Hey, have you heard about this app?" Because they were all walking around trying to figure out what was in their yard too. And so I remembered I had the app. So I walked out there and figured it. And it says Japanese rose bushes. No. And I think they stay small or whatever, but you are supposed to cut them back. And it's like certain whatever. So I did that the other day. And, and as I was doing it, I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. You know, now I've done the big bushes. Like, I'm look at me. I'm clean. But now I haven't gotten down in like yeah. the little bitty bushes. And I, here I am, you know. Scissor cl- clipping them. Yeah. What, um. And I did it. So there you go. So without Greg here, so what, I, give I, the name of the app again because people are going to want to know that. Okay. That's a that's a that's a neat little app. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that. It's called uh, it's called Picture This. Picture This. Uh huh. All right. Picture This, and uh, it is um, over four four hundred fifty four hundred fifty thousand plants and flowers 
uh, unlimited IDs with 98% accuracy. See, Snap it, things. and you'll get everything right to your phone. Get, and then what I like, too, is um, I, uh, I'm i sitting here just, I'm sorry. Let no, me you're see fine. I, I'm sitting here moving through the app. So I can go through and look at the history of what I've done, and if you forget, and it'll go through and tell you, okay, this is what it is, and then it'll say, all right, this is how to treat it. This is when you cut it back, whatever. So you've actually helped me this morning because we have a row of of bushes mm-hmm. that there's like four of them, mm-hmm. and I'm convinced that one of them is not the same as the other three. Uh-huh. And I've wanted to pull it up, and it's on the end, so uh-huh. I could actually pull it up. And it wouldn't it wouldn't take the placement of the others out of mm-hmm. out of the way. Yeah, but there's a bit of a bone of contention between Amanda and I on this particular bush. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm going to be able to use that app and go, okay, what is each of these? And I, I promise you that last one is not the same as these. It can't uh-huh. be. It, it can't, just be. can't be. Can't be. But but hey, I tell you what, we're going to find out yeah. with picture this. So there you go. There's there's a segment without Greg here that we were able to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we'll bring up Mr. Potato Head today uh, because that's in the news. They took yeah. the Mr. out. They want to be gender neutral. I don't understand. Uh, I think we might save that for the big show. I'm not sure, but it's got everybody upset. There's some things that we, you know, could probably bring up that uh, that he would just go nuts on. Uh, that's one of them. I have a fun email on the read at some point yes. during this hour. Okay, that, uh, <laughs> we've got to do that. Yeah. And I've got I've got some sound here that I'd like to play to see if you could figure out what they're talking about. <clears throat> I hope it's if not that mind. interview you played me earlier. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> we got a story, and it's rare, but it happens maybe once or twice a week where we can't even talk about it. It's so disgusting and, and think it's about, so bad. Think about what we just said. Today, if we were going to address something like that without Greg, mm-hmm. it, we can't even pull it off. I know. Like, it's that disturbing. Yeah, just reading it is disgusting. <laughs> so, you know what I'm going to do? I'm not even going to print it. Yeah, let's not even... No. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. All right, we got 21 minutes past the hour. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba show. Um, so, uh, Greg off today, back with us on Monday. We were discussing a few things that we can't discuss when Greg's here. One of them is that I pruned some bu- pruned some bushes around the house. Would never be able. We to would say never that. even use the word prune. No, no, and it, I'm uncomfortable even saying it. Yeah. Also, I will say this uh, before moving on from that. Uh, I had to I had to stop Terry, uh, my wife, and go whoa when she said, "Oh, we need it because where we live." Uh, it, it's and I know for a lot of you it still is like bitterly cold and all that. It's been very nice the last couple of days. I'm talking about it upper sixties, low seventies. Yeah. Um, it's just, I mean, it's been it's been not, and it'll dupe you into thinking, oh, let's run out and get some flowers and start planting. I said, uh, wait a minute, the James Span rule is yep. April fifteenth. Yeah, right, tax yeah. day. Yeah. Don't 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 plant anything prior to then. And yeah, and uh, and I know tax day now moves around a little bit, but hey, we'll just say April fifteenth. Why? I'm like because we'll always have another freeze or two, yeah. and and it, it, you, you're duped into thinking, hey, we can plant and get some. I'm gonna get some pretty flowers for the front porch, and I'm gonna do this. Stop. Whoa. And so um, she, I, I, she was going to do that, but I stopped her. But anyway, so th- this one here, y'all, y'all would, lo- y'all will love this email. Helmsy shared a little so, bit of it with us yesterday off air, but y'all will love. So it. So we've got a new <clears throat> saying that we have been, um, <clears throat> we've been wearing out here not yes. it for new for us it came mm-hmm. from a movie and somebody yeah. sent an email yesterday and just said that 
big fans of the show, and he has a 10-year-old that uh, plays lacrosse, and he said he certainly does, does not condone his son talking to a coach the way he did. Okay, so I want to be clear. I don't want to think, well, this kid's a turd. He's not. This is just something funny. But our influence, we're all, we all have influence, uh, good, bad, or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And so he, um, he said his, he's, his son, the coach, had asked him. He wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, so-and-so, you, you, want, you want to go running? It's, if you don't pay attention, you're going to run. Mm-hmm. And the kid's response was, mm-hmm. how about no? <laughs> How about new? <laughs> and the the gentleman said, uh, needless to say, he had to run <laughs> based off that response. How about new? But so, so uh, um, either the either the, the the coach doesn't listen to us and have the same humor, or um, he just didn't like that response. Hey, but the fact that I that a fact that a ten year old is listening to us and loves yeah. us. Yeah. Number one, I love that. Yes. Number two, we oh, have influenced him uh, into when somebody asked him a question and could have been used more beautifully. <laughs> hey, hey, I tell you what, you don't cut that out. Hey, pay attention. You don't cut that out. You're gonna run. Hey, you want to run? How about new? <laughs> That's, that's awesome. You got to give it to that kid. I, I mean, I you know, know, that's one. How about of the, that's one of those moments. You start saying that, you won't. Well, stop. let's just say, let's just say, for instance, Maddie did this. She's mm-hmm. eight. Yeah. I would, I, I would pull her aside. I'd laugh first of all, and I'd pull her aside and hey, go, hey, um, that was funny, mm-hmm. okay, but we don't, we probably don't do that to mm-hmm. a coach. That's just not right. respectful, and he doesn't know what you're doing. Like, if he doesn't listen to the show. And he's not in a good mood right now because you're not paying attention. Probably don't need to use the Rick and Bubba line that they're wearing out right now with him. Right. <laughs> Have you ever disciplined your kids or you're getting on to them and, and their response when they're when they're little, they don't mean to be disrespectful, but whatever they say is hilarious and oh, you're yeah. trying to hold it together oh, yeah. and not laugh, but yeah. you really – because you're serious about it, you know? This would be one of them if, if, if a little kid looked up at you, even at home, and said – how about new? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> I cannot believe that little kid did that. It's awesome. That is that awesome. Is awesome. There's moments now, too, where I'll get in these rants with, uh, let's just take Braden, for instance. <clears throat> like, I'll be really bringing it. Like, uh-huh. I mean, I feel like, hey, I'm giving a really good speech. Yeah. And I'll say something completely, just misspeak or do something that mm-hmm. doesn't even make sense yeah. or not even just off topic. And, and he'll start laughing. Yeah. And I'll be like, you know what? I, I I want to get mad here, but yeah. what I said really didn't make sense anyway. I'd laugh too. Yeah. Like you know. Well, we do it's rub hard. We, Parenting's we, we, hard. We rub. We boy, let me tell you something. But we do rub off on our kids, and they we get do. they get it pretty honest. I know. Um, some of the little quick comebacks. So uh, so Terry wanted to do her little walk the other night. You know, she gets home from work, and we got about another hour of daylight, and she's like, "Hey, you know, let's can we go for a, a little walk?" And so we go for a walk, and uh, Reese happened to be home. And and we hollered, "Hey, Reese, you want to go for a walk?" And, you know, normally it's no, sir. You know, well, he, and he surprised us, and he said, "Yes, sir." So here he comes. I'm like, wow. So it made it made her day, of course. So we're going for a walk, and she's holding court coming back. Okay, and he uncontrollably, when she said something, he uncontrollably went, "Ooh, I know." Like 
you know, like we do. Like, ooh, look at me. Mine ooh a lot too. Yeah. yeah. And and she stopped and looked at him and and he's like, What? And then he looked at me like, help me here. You know, yeah. and I, of course I wasn't getting in it. I was like, son, what are you doing? And then he gl- he glared over at me, but he gets it honest. Yeah. He's like, ooh, look at you. Mine ooh each other a lot, mm-hmm. I've noticed. Yeah. I've even heard Madeline, you know, saying that to Braden or Braden right. to Matt, you know, this it's it's interesting. They get it honest. Well, ooh, they yeah. get yeah, they, they really get it did. honest. And he, he just he and he he couldn't stop. He just kept going. I just <clears throat> I tried to elbow him like, buddy, would you please pull back? Ooh. I mean, she was serious too. Uh, talking about things, you know, and his do this and whatever. And like the other day I did ooh. Let me ask you something about the walking. So so does she give you any kind of heads up or is it more like a hey, let's go for a walk and y'all are just next thing you know, you've got your shoes on and you're walking. Yeah. Normally she'll she'll come in and go, Hey, did you run today already or whatever? And yeah. and and I'm like, Yeah, but I mean I can you know, yeah, yeah, but why what what do you well, never mind. Never mind. I'll just I'll just walk loops around the co- no let me know because I'll do two a day you know because <laughs> her walking well, is not leisurely see I'm, now, a- I'm like okay are we going for a walk where yeah. we're talking and just kind of hanging out or are we going for a walk where we're setting the watches and it's a, like almost we're almost jogging power walk yeah I don't know how those little legs go so fast at times I almost slow jog beside her I'm like could we just run well why are we walking so fast I can't even keep up with you I, I ask that because I'm a big planner like I like to be organized and plan. Mm-hmm. And if it was a hey in a couple hours we go on the occasional walk together, okay. yeah. Okay, uh-huh. and the main reason is I never say because I'm doing other things, whether mm-hmm. it's going over here or on the treadmill at home, mm-hmm. or because our schedule's different, yeah. or playing tennis. I would go on more walks if I had a heads up, like hey, if you called me or text me at two o'clock and said hey I'd like us going to go on a walk at four thirty, like I got to get mentally prepared Do for you? that. Are you spontaneous on anything? Uh, some things. Uh-huh. Not much though. Not well, much. That's a that's a great point. Yeah, yeah I'm I'm really not. Really? I like to be. I like things planned out. Well, if she's gonna stay like in the l- little area around the cove, then she don't mind it. But if she ventures out and she's starting to, you know, go down streets and turn left and turn right, normally she's like, "Hey, was, could you go you know, with me?" As, and I don't mind it. As parents, you have to be spontaneous. Yeah. But when it comes to me trying to plan out, I don't I don't like spontaneous at all. <laughs> Uncomfortable with that. Do you say how about new? How about new? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. As we come back, this portion of the show brought to you by ReliefFactor.com. We really like Relief Factor because it's one hundred percent natural, research-based formula that was created to help combat the root causes of inflammation, the body's natural inflammatory response function that can cause those aches and pains from exercise, overexertion, or like us, just aging, everyday living. Uh, matter of fact, Helmsy is sore right now from falling in the shower. Uh, mm. So, uh, just you know, life sometimes gets gets in the way, and you're like, "Why am I sore? What's going on? Why are these aches and pains?" You know, the over-the-counter painkillers are not designed to take every day, multiple times a day. They could be harming your body. So, try relieffactor.com. Uh, and when you do go to relieffactor.com, look for that three-week trial pack for just nineteen ninety-five. 
uh, for less than you'd spend on a cup of coffee uh, a day, you can get a three-week supply. So try it out, $19.95. Again, you're going to relieffactor.com. Look for that quick start pack. It's a three-week trial pack for $19.95 at relieffactor.com or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. You know, uh, whenever... You know, uh, you said just are you are you done with that? No, I was just going to say this song up under me. I know you uh, tubers can't hear it, but it's uh, it's round and round by Rat. Uh, do you ever hear songs and it and it takes you right back to a moment in your life where you uh, you go th- that song remi- I remi- reminds yeah. me of this. Yeah, that song reminds me of in a, being in a Jeep, Pascagoula, Mississippi, with Bubbo Cole. He'd pick me up and we, it'd be like game day, and we'd have our little football jerseys on, and he'd put the top down in his Jeep and we'd just ride around and listen to, you know, that or uh, lay it down or quiet ride or something like that. And it was just jam. And he had a great sound system. So if you, we turned the corner, it was on. I love that. We're going down memory lane. I love that. And this is why. So, and you've got this email and you'll get to see this picture. uh, Once you get caught up on email this morning. All right. So childhood friend, you yeah. just brought up me falling in the shower. Yes. Okay. Which you did. I'm so sorry. To so that childhood up. friend, Jonathan Hollinsworth. Hey, Jonathan. Reached out to the Good Time Gang yesterday and included a picture. And he said, I know Helmsy fell in the shower this week. <laughs> <laughs> but he was, he was athletic in his earlier years. That's yeah, what he said. Right. And he included this picture, this plaque that we all got. Right. When we were ele- it was 11 under team where we won this state tournament or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I'm sitting here, I have not seen this, and I mean, it's been 20 years since I've seen this picture that he, and you're talking about bringing up me, so I'm looking at all the guys in here, and I see Jonathan, I see his brother Brian, right? Matt and Joe Brothers, um, and Joe Brothers, you're talking about somebody that was just an awesome man of God in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I, he's, he's one of these men, and he's, he, he may even be listening to the show, I don't know, but you know how you have these markers in life where you, you can sit there and put... And they, and they may not even know it. You've never even really had a chance to tell them. But there's, you know, there's probably 20 men that mm-hmm. I can list that had a huge impact in my life. Mm-hmm. And it was just really interesting to see him in this. He's one of them. He was okay. a coach and, yeah. and Sunday school teacher. And just um, his daughter was actually in my grade. And, and Matt, his son, was a phenomenal basketball player, just a phenomenal athlete. Uh, but it, this picture he sent brought back a ton of memories <laughs> because I didn't play a whole lot on this team. This is this the 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 guys standing up because I'm on the nil the nil line. I'm short, yeah, and obviously it's eleven and under, and I'm like nine or ten. Mm-hmm. Do you um, ever remember when you were on the stand up line? It, it, the day you felt so big, I know huh? it, it didn't happen often. There was a few <laughs> times, but it didn't happen too often. Um, but you sit here and I, I see these guys, uh, and you think, wow, so what is everybody doing today? Yeah. So you went back memory lane, and he sent me that yesterday. I'm going to get emotional. This is a good thing. Well, how about that? Look at you. I don't get all emotional. No, I'm not. I'm not. Thank you for sending that, Jonathan. Good to see everybody. How about all of us? Boy, that's a big mess right there. Mm. We have no no idea what life's about to throw at us. (laughs) No idea at all. No idea. Oh, my goodness. All right, so I'm going to play a little something here, and I want want to see if you can guess what it is. Oh, I love this. What do you think about this? Hmm? How about this? It sounds okay. First of all, it sounds it's a crowd noise, obviously, but it sounds fake to me. It It doesn't sound like it's like live. It sounds like it was uh, popped in to whatever. Hmm. Maybe sound sound that sounds like a soccer crowd. Oh, does it? You went soccer? Yeah. Well, I mean, it didn't sound like because they'll chant a lot. 
and they sounded like they were chanting a little bit. <laughs> well, you got it right. It is a crowd. Okay. Okay. It, it is. No, a but crowd. it's not a real crowd, is it? It huh? sounds fake. Well, it... do we? It's either chanting. You think it's a sport, or you think it's uh, at a concert? Music? I feel like it's just like a. I mean, those soccer folks would chant. That's why I said that. I think <laughs> I, I, I'm going sports and soccer. A live music event. Really? Mm-hmm. This uh, there's a but, but so it's a real crowd. It, yeah, it, it's a it's a, a a survey that was out top pre pandemic sounds that we miss ah. that we took for granted. Like we used to hear this all the time. Yeah. And li- a live music event came in at number one. A survey found top sounds we've missed during the pandemic that include live music, surround sound at a movie theater. Like I'm actually in a theater and I got surround sound all over the place. Uh, hearing a huge crowd cheer in person, like I'm at a huge sporting event, and here I am, and I'm in the middle of it. Just that electric feeling, you know. Yeah. Uh, it, it's even people have even said uh, live worship because there's some states where yeah. going to church is is a challenge, you know. And others, it, we've we've been talking about a lot about that about the virtual church and all that, uh, where um, where that's where a lot of people are landing and hadn't gone back to church. Yeah. physically into church. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting that in this survey, one of the, the one of the things that people uh, missed the most, 38% said live music. I'm talking about like I'm, I'm at a venue and I'm sitting down and I'm at a – because, you know, a lot of people, and we know a couple of them, they don't miss a concert or they didn't. Yeah. They would go see all kinds of people play and you're like, how did you even know they were in town? How did you know they were in Atlanta? How did you know they were in Nashville? And they're yeah. like, well, I just, I yeah. just did. I've got a buddy that goes to there's about there's three venues within mm-hmm. an hour from here and it seems like it seemed like every two or three weeks he him and his wife were mm-hmm. at one of them. Yeah. And I, I'm not that guy. I'm not a big concert guy. And I love a big event. And yeah. I love crowds and I love I love crowd noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've never been a big concert guy. You but think- that doesn't surprise me that 40% of the people miss that. I mean, yeah. that's a, that's, it's a big deal. This study revealed the ways uh, that 2000 Americans ages 40 and older have adapted to the changing soundscape of, uh, of life after COVID-19. A lot of them, I just miss hearing my grandkids in the same room as me. Cause I hadn't had them. Uh, and speaking of speaking of sounds, I was at a sporting event yesterday and it, it makes no sense. And this is, I think what frustrates a lot of Americans is that it makes no sense how some venues are making this rule and others the, the other rule, and they're in the same county. Yeah. It makes no sense. Show me the science behind it. I went to a high school game yesterday, last night, and um, I had no and, – and the parents are so frustrated because the principal has laid down this ridiculous rule that only a certain amount of people are allowed in to an outdoor event gives really nobody any heads up and you got to go on an app to get a ticket. And, and then, it, you know, we've got parents, senior parents that can't even get in the game to see their son play yeah. because they're stopping them at the gate because not enough, you know, too many people have already gone on and gotten the app. They're, they're ending up in a soccer field out in the outfield with binoculars trying to watch the game. There is absolutely no science behind it. But then you get in the car and go five miles down the road to another school, and they have no limitations. It's just have your social distancing, wear your mask, you know, use common sense. But yeah, there's good luck th- there. there's no there's no consistency at all in in just about anything. These ridiculous rulings come down on. I, we're all about being safe and not being stupid. Yeah. But that is ridiculous. Well, and I absolutely even, ridiculous. I'll even take it a step further, and that is ridiculous. Um, 
there's a situation this is impacting someone close to my side of the family where there is a there is an individual who um, is in the hospital and having all kinds of tests 11 12 year old girl okay and the hospital's policy is one parent can only be in her room at one time okay get that I'm fine with that okay but here's where I, I, I just get so frustrated and I want to do something about it. Like I, I, want, mm-hmm. I really want to. She has been told, this 11 or 12-year-old girl, that she has this horrible z- disease and going to have to have – it's going to be a couple of procedures done hmm. over, a, over a long period of time. She just gets this news. Mama's downstairs. Daddy's upstairs. So now we get to the situation where they need to swap – well, they won't just let mama come upstairs and, and daddy come back downstairs mm-hmm. and have a situation where she's not alone. Right. Okay. They force the dad in order for mom to come up. He's got to go down, which forces the little girl who's just got this horrible news. She's going to be in there by herself 10, 15, 20 minutes. Now, what can we not use some common sense on that? Show me the science. If, if you're going to allow both of them in the room, mm-hmm. show me the science that says they can't be in there at the same time. That's ridiculous and shouldn't be happening. It's just another example. It's frustrating. It, it is. Are you people even thinking about the lives that are in those hospital beds? Right. They're children, number one. Right. And we know a lot of the, the nurses and all that. You're just doing the job that they told you you had to not do. A, yeah, not the, getting the on The guidelines you. you've got to abide by. by so, but, By the way, in this particular situation, the mom said, I've had enough of this. I'm going to see my daughter. And security guard allowed her to go. And I say, good for you, security guard. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Nine minutes until top of the hour, kickoff hour live. Rick and Bubba join us right after top of the hour. Thank you so much for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG-THE-NUMBER. We could do some unscreened phone calls this segment to be ready and standing by. You know, I noticed something. So, Greg, he's very protective of this little thing. Yeah, I've noticed that y'all use that a lot. This is a screen cleaner that our folks that do the store, JDA, mm-hmm. it's a it's a one a two-in-one deal where you spray your computer screens and mm-hmm. then it's got a soft cloth mm-hmm. built into it and so you swipe it off. But Greg knows he's real protective of this. He don't like anybody using it. Really? Yeah. Okay. So you know what that I'm going to do today? Yeah. I'm going to use it. Because he's and, not here. That's why. And I'd like for you to, so once you do use that, just to pass it so on So you over. just, you don't even need a rag. You just use this. Now, is that thing, it, does it get all dirty and how do you keep the, the little That's thing? A great question. Okay. But. I'm on, I'm using it today, okay. Greg. Hey, he can lump it. Yeah, Greg off today. Back tomorrow. Of our back Wednesday, uh, Monday. I, I, I've noticed Speedy. the last Monday. few times that I've picked this up, he's kind of give me a look like, "Hey, don't be using my yeah little sprayer." Is that what he calls it? Yeah. Little sprayer. Little sprayer. Okay. You want it? Uh, yeah, I would like it. Like to see the little sprayer. All right, I'll be using that right after we finish. <laughs> um, and guess what, Greg? Lump it. Yep. Um, all right. So uh, <laughs> we've got uh, a passenger. Um, I, I guess I'm assuming, besides privately, whatever commercial airlines, what have you flown since the pandemic at no, all? Have okay. not. 
and have not um, been on a commercial airline in man, it's been a while. Yeah. Three or four years. Wow. You went three, four. Yeah. Um, well, they found so they Maybe found longer. Them, if you were on this flight, you were in a handle. Uh, because someone accidentally uh, sprayed pepper spray on the flight, and this is someone that was on it. Everybody started coughing, and during COVID, everybody starts looking around. I grab my mask. One of the gentlemen in the exit row, which was like two rows in front of me to my left, was like, oh, I accidentally hit this thing on my keychain. My fiance got patted down because of her knee surgery. She has like a knee replacement, but yet this guy goes in with a pepper spray, which is on the list of weapons that you can't go on with. So it's just a wild vacation. And so he's not very happy, as you can imagine, because this flight was delayed and everything after this disruptive incident uh, where a passenger on a flight from Florida to New Jersey uh, accidentally discharged his pepper spray on the keychain that he has. Uh, it was a United flight um, from Fort Myers to Newark uh, on Monday. It was actually tax- taxiing off, preparing to take off when a passenger accidentally did this, and it just shut down everything. Everybody started coughing, which you don't want during COVID-19. Everybody's hacking up. It just Eyes are burning. Um, they were given the option to get off the plane, uh, or they could try to let it clear and then and then get on their way, but they were not happy. All right, so I got a. So couple. how does it get past security with that? That well, own. Right? That's a good question. I do have a. I do have a couple of things mm-hmm. to add to this. So first of all, I'm tired of coughing and people looking at me weird. Yeah. Okay. I know. Like, look, hey, I'm sorry, man. Look, I just got I, choked. People, hey, I hate to break it to you. People cough. Yeah. That's it. before the pandemic, we coughed as mm-hmm. human beings, especially ones with allergies. When we get into March and April, guess what we're going to do? We're going to sneeze and cough. Yeah. Okay? So stop looking at us like we've got some major deal that we can pass on in a, <laughs> in a matter of moments. Okay? Right. We're going to cough. The second thing I want to ask is this, and I've always wondered this, and he, and he said it, mm-hmm. this guy. Mm-hmm. Do many men carry around pepper spray? I, thank you. Thank you. Because I, and, I don't and, know of and, any. And, and I don't either. And I, I'm not saying – I'm certainly not saying that to belittle – anybody that is carrying around pepper spray mm-hmm. i'm asking more like should i be carrying it like mm-hmm. should i be carrying around pepper spray do, do men carry around pepper spray i've not met one i mean i know people that will will carry it like when they go walk in case of a dog attack mm-hmm. instead of carrying a big cane or stick or whatever that they can beat a dog back have with. you ever carried a big stick while walking i haven't you i just haven't? can't i can't yeah. do that i would right. carry pepper spray before i would carry mm-hmm. a, a stick walking well, you've got to have it ready, though, because if you're getting attacked, you can't go, hold on, let me spray you. Let me get it out of are my there, pocket. Are there men that carry pepper spray? Mm, I'd like to hear and is this And is this one of those Is this one of those things that's kind of looked at like, hey, you're a man, you shouldn't carry? Like, is there a stigma with it? I don't know the answer to that. that I've, always won- I've always wondered. Men. Because you hear it usually from women. Women have pepper spray. Oh, of course. I, I want to hear from men that carry Pepper spray. And should I be carrying it? 866-WE-BE-BIG. Unscreened phone calls. Let's jump out there. They lit up when you when you asked that. They lit up. 205 checking in. Hey, you're on the Rick and Bubba show. Hey, how are you? Hey, we're good. Good, great. I want, when, what time do they do the... Um, oh, hey, this is great. Where this, they let everybody talk. You know, they get the phone calls in. Oh, so you want to go on air? The phone troll? Yeah. Oh, so okay. Yeah. We're just we're screening you up right now. I was just wondering. So, you, what is your name and where are you calling from? Yeah, my name is Kaylin, mm-hmm. and I am calling from Tuscaloosa. Okay, okay. Well, I, and what are you calling about? I had this was oh earlier. Um, y'all had made the comment. Y'all were talking about 
um, how people were taking the COVID thing like to the extreme as far as the six feet apart and all that. Okay, I, I, I've got it. I've got enough. I've got enough. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna put you some notes up here so the guys can see it. We're gonna put you on hold. And we'll be right back. Okay. I'll thanks. see if they'll take your call. Okay. I'm sorry. Another 205. I couldn't help it. You're really on unscreened. And we're going to get back it's to It's unscreened phone calls. Ma'am, we're this coming what back you get. to 205 checking in. What's up? Hello? Uh, this is Tyler. Yeah, go ahead. Tyler. And, uh, uh, hey, men shouldn't wear or even have pepper spray on. We should be able to take care of our own self. Right, and sure. And it all comes up, man. It all comes up. Why don't you just hit it in the face and get rid of it? Or it's... Also, I take the Second Amendment taker. I always carry a gun everywhere I go with me. Yeah. Okay. So it really doesn't matter. So you're a you're a big I no. I knew he'd be a gun guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you're a big Which no on a dude carrying pepper yeah. spray on his keychain. I mean, can I take your man card away from you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. That's what right, we're. I, right. That's why I'm asking. Well, that's what I, I think. That was the most surprising thing in this email. Yeah. It, well, I, uh, not email, but story. Got through security with pepper spray. That's one. Yeah. The other one was dude had it on his keychain. Let's let's get back to. Uh, do you remember which one it was? I don't. I think I do. Hi, Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for holding. Hello. Hung mm-hmm. up. I she probably would have. Do you think she got? She. I don't know. Do you think she picked up on it? I don't know. I was really wanting to hear what she had to say, but I could not waste that moment. Right. Well, Greg would be proud. She. Well, I mean, we said it was unscreened phone calls. That's right. And then she. Well, yeah. Two five six checking in. Maybe time on for one more. We have no lines open <laughs> right now. All ringing. Two five six. What's up? Hello. Yes. Another girl. How are you this morning? Hey, great. <laughs> who who was it asking the question about is that what men do, carry pepper spray? Was that that was, that was Greg. That was Greg. Yeah. Okay. Greg, uh, just let me say that by the uh, attitude of your voice asking the question, you already know the answer. Okay. Okay. There it is, How Greg. about that, Greg? Yeah. Don't ask that again. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Gregory. Oh, <laughs> uh, you just stepped out. Greg's right. getting him another cup of coffee. Yeah. Wow. He'll say something, you know. He will. It's, I think it's a good question. I, I do, mean, too. And, and Greg clearly said, I'm not asking to belittle. Right. I'm ask, I re- truly want to know, should I be? But by asking it, the, you know the answer. Yeah. Rick and Bubba, does. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Six, we be big is our number. A brand new hour beginning now. We start that hour with a national anthem. can you by the dawn's early light What so proudly we hailed At the twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly streaming And the rocket's red glare The bombs bursting in That our flag was still there. Oh, say does that 
Star-Spangled Banner yet wave O'er the land of the free And the home of the minutes past the hour. Who's ready for another hour of the Ricky Bubba Show? Ah, y'all ready? Here we go. Speedy, Helmsy, and Adler have given you a kickoff hour along the Rick and Bubba radio network and all the Rick and Bubba platforms. The real Greg Burgess out today attending to family. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit on the uh, program today. Uh, hopefully, uh, if all, everything goes smoothly, he'll be back uh, on Monday. Uh, so we work through it. Uh, your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, we'll work through the stories of the day. Uh, got, a, got a big announcement from the Rick and Bubba store today, an opportunity for you. So be paying attention for that uh, announcement on the program today. So you can be ready to be action. Uh, look over there. Uh, the other half of the two sexiest fat men alive, the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. Most of you probably know him best as a silver tongue one. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year. The inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the King's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Hello, Rick Burgess, friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Thank you for waking up and being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Full of dishes. Hey, the clothes on the line. Ah, yeah. She got a sweet little baby and a husband that she can't find. She gets a lot of free advice from her family and her friends. To rise up, rise up. She gonna find something better. Rise up, rise up. She gonna get herself together when life hits you like a truck. You gotta rise up. Hey, life hits you like a truck. Rise up. Rise up. Rise up. We could all use a little dose of that, couldn't we? Rise up. I know a lot of you feel like life has hit you like a truck. So, so you got to rise up. We so rise up. Um, While many of you were sleeping last night, uh, the United States carried out a military action uh, bombing a Syrian border crossing and killed 22 Iran-backed militia fighters in retaliation for rockets attacks that injured American troops and killed a contractor in Iraq a few weeks ago. Okay. So just FYI, right out of the gate. Right out, hey, just right out of the gate. But we, can I tell you something strange about that? Somebody hmm. was uh, questioning this. They said, uh, what is the legal authority for the strikes? Assad is a brutal dictator, but Syria is a sovereign country. Hmm. Oh, wait a minute. That was the press secretary. She said that when Trump did the same thing. I was, I was, I'm sorry. You, 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 you just, oh. you, you, hey, it's all a oh. matter. It's all whether I got an hey, R. Hey, Raggedy Ann, maybe we need to circle <laughs> back on that one. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> 
Sake. But, but you know, it's all it's what, whether my hat has an R or a D on it. Yeah. Yeah, once I put my D hat on, I do all kinds of things I told the R's I, not to do. I'm begging for some consistency. I'm just begging. Mm. <laughs> well, I'm if, if it if it was and look, I I support the president 100% if this needed to be done. Yep. You should have supported the president 100% if it needed to be done before. Okay? That's that's the bottom line in this. Mm-hmm. I don't care if the president plays golf. If it's Trump or if it's Barack Obama, or if it's whoever. Yeah. I don't care if they play golf, as long as they can stay in touch and do the job. I don't care. Well, Isn't it okay? We're hmm. always going to have troops in harm's way. Sure. As long as we have a, some, one person wearing a uniform. So, well, you know, I, I'm just begging for some consistency under the under the banner American, okay? Well, and you know, I'm glad that we didn't start the discussion that these bombs came in, but they, they really didn't mean – uh, to cause any trouble, they they meant to you know they they but they probably accidentally killed somebody and we shouldn't do anything because they didn't mean anything by it because it might escalate. I'm glad I'm glad none of that happened. Look, if they did that and we need to send a message, I'm glad we did. Even some of the progressives <laughs> are retweeting her tweet from a few years back, oh, yeah. saying uh, uh, "Can't wait to hear you condemn Joe Biden's illegal airstrikes in your press conference." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not going to happen. <laughs> We know that's not going to happen. She'll just, like you said, circle back on that one. Yeah, well, circle back. Yeah. Tell us tell us the difference. I'd be interested to know. Yeah, well, you know the difference. You know the difference. Yeah, but I, I want you to say yeah, it. Yeah, we, we need to. We need, we need I to, want you to say it, Raggedy Ann. We need to. What, what you learn, and here's another example, glaring example of it today, it's all politics. And so there there's very few things that politicians and people who work in administrations for politicians are part of their team. There's very few things that we hear from them that are principle based. That there's some, that it's always some sort of angle politically. You know what 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 I'm allowed to do and what my opposing party's allowed to do is always different. It's just the way it is, and you have to understand that. What we have to do, though, and I know this is interesting, as the American people, we can't expect them to be principled, but that doesn't mean we shouldn't be. Right now, right. we we've got to learn, even if our political party that we support the most you know some of you are insert twists on a political party and I'd, I'd be careful with that but those of us that vote certain ways based on our principles uh where one party lines up with them better than another but not perfectly we also need to be consistent no matter no matter if we voted for somebody if they do something that we were principled against or for uh shouldn't matter just because that's who we vote for because let they're going to act that way but that doesn't mean we should act that way so we try mm-hmm. not to uh, so uh, we'll we'll jump into uh, we've got that. Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't let that. No, 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 no. You're right. No, I'd rather start with that, Bubba, than uh, any kind of your America update. Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've seen all that out there today. Yeah, it's a, a lot of yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Also learned something about lift kits again yesterday. You, you know, did. I'm, I'm learning the world of lift kits. Uh huh. I've never been in a vehicle <clears throat> with a lift kit. Never. If you had to tighten it up yet? No. Uh, but I did find out something yesterday, and I I, I thank the state trooper for filling me in on that. So we'll um okay. I'll unpack that one for you. It's quite a tease, right? Look, he was very kind about it. Thank you for educating me on lift kit. Okay, I was not aware of that. I can't wait to hear that. Of course, I could barely hear him because he was so far down talking to me. But but we'll we'll be back. Fifteen minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba.
20 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Excited to be in Columbus, Mississippi tonight. The home of 96-1 Fairview Baptist Church. Uh, we've got the, the men's event, Men of Valor, and they'll be plugging them into the uh, 40-week pursuit curriculum and small groups from themanchurch.com. Looking forward to being with all of you there tonight. And then Montgomery, Alabama, tomorrow night at the Renaissance uh, downtown hotel in the convention center there. We've got kind of an outdoor expo kind of format there. Uh, and Becoming Men of God, uh, and, uh, and that is a ticketed event, and they'll keep selling tickets uh, up uh, even at the door until uh, they don't have any more room. So if you want to check on those two uh, as uh, we're getting into the final moments of that, you can, all that at rickandbubba.com under events. So Greg is not here because uh, my mom, and uh, remember her in prayer today, is having a pacemaker put in. Mm. Uh, mom was mom was very very low energy, uh, and she was like, "I just don't know what's wrong with me. I just don't have any energy. That's not really mom like." Yeah. Uh, and and when we started realizing, she was things like, "Well, I just don't even feel like doing that. I just I just I mean, I'm just honest. I just don't feel like even getting up off the couch." And I was like, "Well." So she kept getting uh, looked at her, her blood pressure. She never had a problem with that, and started having trouble with that. And they finally discovered that uh, she is in need of a pacemaker, and hopefully and prayfully. Uh, that will give that energy back to her. So um, pray about that. I mean, it's. Um, I know there's many people, even my dad, of course, I was telling Bubba and Speedy and Helmsy and Will tell Adler that y'all all know this. Going to my dad <clears throat> about any procedure, he is a he is of no value to you. <laughs> you know, well, I had a pacemaker. Yeah, Dad, I understand. Mom's kind of, you know, nervous about all this. <laughs> and, and, and she said, well, I tried to, you know, remember what your dad went through. I said, she said, I remember one time it wasn't calibrated right or something, but you know, he just like kept eating whatever they brought him into his room while pe- mom kept saying that, that doesn't look right over there. And people <laughs> were like, Oh, I think. And then he was like, he was looking at her like what? And then all of a sudden the cardiologist comes in and goes, Oh my gosh. You know? So, yeah. and then they had to calibrate it and get it right. So dad is of no use to her, even though he's had a pacemaker because dad's experience with things like this are not normal. So you can't really get anything mm-hmm. from him on this kind of stuff. Um, so uh, she's, you know, she's got anxiety. Anytime you have anything done, yeah, you're right. anxious about yes, it. You're right. so, yes, you're so, right. Yes, been there, brother. So, I know. So, it's, so, it's very disturbing, even though they're highly successful right. in that area. And, and the, the, the miracles they can do now no, are yes. unbelievable. Right. right. So, uh, so but Greg hey, is, when it's you, yeah. it's different. So Greg's helping with that process today. Uh, and gonna you know stay there and help them kind of get my sisters there doing all that and then you know what some people heard Greg is putting a pacemaker yeah. in your mind. well you never know uh, yeah. you know Greg yeah. Greg's very handy so we'll see I don't know how he is with low voltage yeah that's yeah. true that's not really his area yeah. but he can talk to her about the voltage can he? <laughs> um, so that's going on uh, and that's why Greg is not here but uh, so yesterday uh, I was. Um, <clears throat> we we finished um, the Rick and Bobby University the podcast so look for that this weekend we did a, a, a profile. Kind of the uh, going back through the history of everybody's favorite intern, Cassio Kid. Uh, we interviewed him, and I'm gonna tell you what. I know we use this phrase a lot. We could have we could have talked for hours and done multiple podcasts. Yeah, we were rushed. Yesterday. No exaggeration. Let me tell you, if you just this weekend just want to laugh, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to unpack the pandemic, you don't want to <laughs> talk about politics, you don't want to talk about any you know deep deep things. Let me tell you, if you just want to laugh, just enjoy a little. A little uh, lighter version of Rick and Bubba University this weekend. 
It, yeah, it's, it's funny. Really, yeah, it's very it's funny. funny. That that monkey story, I'd forgotten about the details <laughs> oh, of that. My goodness. <laughs> goodness. I lived that one. Yeah, so so just uh, just go and, and enjoy <laughs> that this weekend. So, so, so we finished up uh, Rick and Bubba University, the podcast. It's like and, we got uh, a breeze in the studio here. Yeah. Sorry about my hair there. And uh, so I was – I made uh, – and look, I'm just telling you, I, I I try to do better. Good gracious, we're all just trying to do better, and we're all just we're getting older. And we're trying to do better, mm-hmm. okay? Uh, but so I, I had some stuff we need to do after the podcast, and and Sherry was over near this way. We met for a late lunch. It was another gorgeous day oh in Sweet Home, Alabama, Alabama, the beautiful. So Sherry and I were sitting there talking. I said, "What you got to do next? I'm I'm going to do this right here, and then then we'll do this for dinner." Da, 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 da. She goes, what are you going to do? I said, well, um, I'm torn. Um, I'm torn with going to the farm and fishing and going to work out. Now, I think y'all can probably, without much um, pause, uh, figure out who won in that one. <laughs> and, uh, and I was just like, man, I looked at the forecast, and I'm like, you know, this, this window, I haven't done anything with this beautiful window we've been given. Yeah, we had a couple of really nice Yeah, ones. and I'm like uh, – Probably need to get down there and cut the water back on after the storm. Uh, and uh, punch and, list. Yeah, had been down there since the freeze. And uh, so um, might have a busted pipe. Rick. Right, you never yeah. know. Maybe, you maybe. never know. Right, Good. might want to see what some people are doing on our land. Uh, so, right. so anyway, uh, that's always good to check. Which really meant I'm going to go fishing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because you know how long it took me to put the water back on, turn the water back on. Not very. <laughs> Not too. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. So I get in my big lift kit. And I'm ready to. I'm ready to head down 65 South. Uh, 30 minutes down to a whole new world and blood pressure dropping. And uh, in my lift kit, and I'm just rolling. I, I look up and I see the law uh, is behind me with the lights on. I said, "Well, let me ease over and let, give him a path to get by me." <laughs> yeah, he's not he must com- be after some <laughs> violator. He's not coming after me. I look down at the speedometer and I say, I'm, "I'm looking good." Hmm. I, am, am I to the letter of the law? No, but I'm I'm not in a bad window, you know. <laughs> right. And so uh, so I'm coming. And look, they can pull you over going one mile over, but I'm I'm over to the point that they normally don't bother you. <clears throat> okay. So you're just thinking not you're in Tennessee, but in Alabama. So. Um, let me let this trooper. You mean the unwritten rule? Right. Let yeah. me let this trooper by. And uh, I know he, he shifts over with me. And I'm like, hmm. So I, I shift good. I shift again. Maybe he wants to go to the end zone. And then he moves with me again. And I'm like, okay, looks like I'm going to take big lift kit and pull it on over. Now, the problem is I, I'm not in a, a large window of fishing because Sherry had said now, I am making this for dinner. You're going to be home for dinner. Yes. What time you need to have dinner? And she told me because she had uh, something she was doing after that with some ladies to, that they do a Bible study every week. And I was like, okay. And I think to myself, this, I don't have time for this. And so I, so I pull over and I think, well, that's 20 minutes. Hey, hey, probably fan of the show. Oh boy! Probably just want to talk to him about the show. It can't be about speeding, you know. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, so he comes walking up, and, and you know he's way down there because I'm way up, and I'm. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh, he said, uh, got you at 85. Whoa. And I said, wow. I said, honestly, I didn't think this with the lift kit would go 85. And he said, yeah, I got you at 85. I said, yeah, you know what? I said, certainly, you know, you're, you're, you're right, and I'm sorry. But I, I looked down. I wasn't at 85 what I was seeing. He goes, you ever driven a lift kit before? I said, no, sir. You got to recalibrate your speedometer to these wheels are you serious and he said he's a bigger wheel yeah 
And he said, he said, oh yeah, he said it'll be off as much as ten miles an hour. <clears throat> and I was like, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> and I said, what did uh, you say? Wow, uh, I didn't know that. <laughs> didn't know that. That's a great heads up. And he said, hang on a minute, let me run everything. Give me your insurance and your ID. And I said, yes, sir, and gave it to him. So he comes back and he says, uh, yeah, you need to you need to get that looked at. And I said, yes, sir. And I thought, here's the big moment. Right. And he says, I'm gonna give you a warning. And I was like, thank you, Lord. And and then my insurance agent said, doggone it. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, the uh, so how we could have lifted him, uh, lifted his rate. But um, so I didn't know that. Did y'all know that about lift kits? Uh, I did know the wheel size will adapt, change the speedometer, but. Uh, Usually, I've never heard ten miles. An he hour. says it can be between eight and ten miles off. I usually I, just as rule of thumb, I usually say five in my mind. Yeah, he used the word eight on the. But low. I'm I'm going to go with the law officer. He, he says, says ten. He, it's ten. He said eight on the low. He said usually around eight could be as much as ten, but definitely. I got to ask a very uncomfortable question. Mm-hmm. Do you think you really were going eighty-five? Uh, when when I hit, when I noticed him, I wasn't. <laughs> now now that doesn't mean. Let's get on the road today and we'll ride side by side. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour, of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be big. Our number. Thank you for being with us. Much to do on the program going forward. So how did you sleep last night? Um, the real Greg Burgess telling me that um, he and, and Lisa are loving uh, their Helix mattress from helixsleep.com slash Bubba. Now, this is the same American-made uh, um, uh, company uh, that has the American-made furniture. Remember, all form, we've talked about them, and I've got some of their furniture uh, down at the farm. They shipped it right to us. Same company. This is their sister company. Helix. So these are all American made mattresses to fit your particular style of sleep. Well, Rick, how do they do that? Well, I'll tell you how they do that. Uh, they've got a little questionnaire that you fill out. It takes a, Greg said, mm, three minutes at the most. Um, fill it out. Tell them if you prefer to sleep on your back, your stomach, your side, or you roll to stomach to side, all that. Um, and then they build a mattress customized that would work for the way you sleep. Uh, and from the information they got from the questionnaire, uh, questionnaire, and they send it directly to your house. And if you use helixsleep.com slash Bubba, we save you $200, and we're getting you a 10-year warranty and a 100-day free trial. Uh, so your new Helix will ship right to the door. You'll be saving $200, helixsleep.com slash Bubba. Uh, to get truly amazing sleep, fill out the information, have your customized mattress sent right to your door. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors. Bubba, I think we're about to have a, a little bit of a, a civics lesson. Well, you know, I, I've got to ask the question, too, because uh, I, I can't really recall anything like this happening. Maybe it has, and I just wasn't paying attention. The Democrats are not going to be able to put their $15 an hour minimum wage increase proposed by Biden in their new $1.9 trillion COVID relief bill because it has been ruled out of order by the Senate parliamentarian. Now, I knew Congress has rules, and they mm-hmm. vote yeah. on their own rules. Right, yeah. And they have a parliamentarian for the Senate and the House, but I've never heard of them stepping in going, hey, you can't do that. Maybe I just missed it. She is supposed to be non-political. Mm-hmm. I don't even know how long she's been there or who she was appointed by. Her yeah. name is Elizabeth Where do we come uh, up with McDowell. Elizabeth? Yeah. 
She dealt a blow to the Democrats trying to hike the minimum wage to $15 an hour in their new COVID relief bill. She said the provision was not uh, compliant with rules governing the budget process that that Congress is using to pass the bill with simple majorities. She said uh, she was referring to the Byrd Rule, which limits acceptable provisions in the reconciliation process to taxing and spending. The decision forces Democrats to make politically painful choices about what to do next on the minimum wage, which has long been a riff along party lines. Now, um, have you ever heard the name Elizabeth McDonough? Ever? Is it? How do you? How do you say it? Madonna. 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 Madonna Hugh. I don't know. Yeah, it's M A C uh, then D O N O U G H. Well, see, the fact <laughs> we don't know how to say her name is we've never we've heard never heard mentioned. We've never. You know, uh, I, I never heard of Lizzie, um, Beth. I, I know they have you ever ha- heard of this person? No, mm-hmm. I, I know they have rules, and they vote on their own rules. Uh, and, uh, you know, uh, it, it follows somewhat with Robert's rules of order. But actually, I, I looked it up because I had no idea. We all know about Robert's rules of order. We, if mm-hmm. you've been in any kind of meeting, you know how that goes. Right. Uh, it seems uh, like no one knows them anymore, <laughs> the meetings I've been in. Rick, it, it actually uh, came about in 1876 from Henry Robert, who adapted the rules and practices of Congress to the needs of non-legislative bodies and then wrote a book about them, which people still use today. So our Robert's Rules of Order actually came from the Congress. Okay, I'm going to try something here, so walk with me because I'm walking on uncomfortable ground. So the ruling, as you said, is key because the COVID relief package is being considered under reconciliation rules. Right. That They're trying to get around the filibuster and allow for the simple majority to pass the bill. Mm-hmm. So the progressives, uh, uh, the, the Democrats, who've been pushing for the $15 <clears throat> wage hike, were trying to attach the provision to Biden's American Rescue Plan legislation, and that was their best shot uh, because uh, at least 10 Republicans would be required to overcome a filibuster they thought they could do it this way, and as the parliamentarian who none of us have ever heard of, right. is she saying, well, if you're going to try to go that route, you can't put the 15 on there. Well, she's right, killed but, it. She's that's killed what I mean. Well, is it because they tried that route? That's what I'm trying to ask. I, I think Kind so. of, but Pelosi has said it's going to stay in there because it's going to be on the floor tomorrow, and she says that the vice president uh, has an override of the parliament's ruling, but most will consider it to be unlikely to get through. But she's saying it's going to stay in there. Well, again – well, you, and you see this happening both sides. When you start pushing on the edges of the acceptable rules, the way that we've interpreted the Constitution, the next side that comes in will do it too. So, you know, they have the parliamentarian there for this purpose. So somebody doesn't just You're talking run, about Lizzie doesn't just run roughshod right. over the rules, right? That they themselves have voted on. So what? What Elizabeth and I guess it's McDonough. Is that what that? How you say uh, yeah. that? I don't know. But she's saying, we'll just call her Big E. How about this? If I you're if you're going to do this, this has to be a standalone bill. You can't attach it and go the route you're going to try to bypass the filibuster. If you're going to do, if you want to debate uh, raising the minimum wage, you got to debate it straight up on its own standing in its own bill. And now Pelosi mm-hmm. says, "Well, we don't like what she said." Yeah, pretty much. She said it's disappointing, uh, and uh, see, she says it's disappointing, but. Uh, insists that the wage hike provision be kept in the bill and said it would remain in the American Rescue Plan on the floor tomorrow. But well, that, even sounds though, like, that sounds like a child saying, but I want it. Yeah. I mean, even well, though this, the vice president has overruled power 
uh, overriding power on the parliament ruling, a lot of people say that probably won't happen, but it's possible. But they don't think can. it's likely. It's likely. Mm-hmm. Just wait till next time. Uh, Rick, but here's the thing. Here's Pelosi's deal. And this kind of sums it up. She says uh, that, uh, well, wait a minute, who is this? Uh, President Biden uh, says he respects the parliamentarian's decision and the Senate's processes. Uh, he will work with leaders in Congress to determine the best path forward because no one in this country should work full time and live in poverty. Um, again, uh, working full time is a number we set. Poverty mm-hmm. level is a number we set. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, see, he, he's saying we can't do this, but we should be able to do it just because. Right, just cause. Just cause. Well, well, this I is, think that this is bad and we should fix it. This is but the progressive can't. way, Bubba. It's the progressive way. He's He was we, in we the Senate like, when they set these rules up. Yeah, we don't like rules and regulations. We want to play to your emotions and say, yeah, but just cause. Yeah. just it, it, We want to do it cause. And, let, uh, let me tell you. Well, that's not you, how it's set up. I'm sorry. The best way you can help everybody is to make jobs plentiful, make the economy boom, and make employees a valuable asset that people will pay more and more for to keep them or bring them across the street to, from another company. Yeah, that is the best way you can help people who work full time and live in poverty. Not a handout, not a false minimum wage level. It is a booming economy where businesses flourish. Something that, for some odd reason, many of you on the left. Seem to dis- it disgust you when I, you even talk about that. Yeah, and Speedy, did you have something? Because well, I was, I was going to, I was going to piggyback off what Bubba said because this is. I think there's a learning opportunity for the young people that haven't dis- established their political views yet. Yeah, I was just going to say House Republicans are saying that only nine percent of the bill is going towards uh, defeating the pandemic. That's yeah. their big thing. Uh, out of all the, the $1.9 trillion or whatever, well, only 9% point. of the bill would go towards But I, But I want you to, yeah. Relief. They're, they're trying to catch up on decades of things they didn't get right. and tie it under the umbrella of COVID is, and, and think we can ram it through. Which is right out of their playbook. Right. You know, and, and, Tom, they yeah, do it all the time. Yeah, so, but, but listen, young people who are trying to establish how you see the world, because a lot of times, you know, we, as, as we know that, um, that Churchill once said, I think it was Churchill, about the whole thing, when you're young and you're, you know, you're liberal and all that because you're young, and then when you get older, you, you sometimes go to a more conservative point of view, and, and he said because, you know, mm-hmm. you grow up a little bit. Well, okay. Rick, when you're young, right, right. You, your, your understanding of the world is kind of fairy tale Yeah. Okay, well, for that, lack of a better term. Yeah. yeah. And, and you know, you want the dragons to be killed and the princesses to live happily ever after. Yeah. But after you have been older and you realize how the real world works, you realize that fairy tales don't always happen unless certain rules are in place. Right. Hard work happens. This happens. You have a, a defense. You, you guard your border. You know, all that kind of stuff. That's the real world. I don't remember the exact quote, but it went something like this. If you're young and you're not a liberal, you have no heart. Right. Once you get older, and he had a cutoff on and the age, you, and you don't become a conservative, you have no mind. You have no brain. I have no brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but, but, but here's the thing. Listen to this, because Bubba just laid it out. Here's the view of the current left, okay? We don't believe a booming, a booming economy is the answer to the problems you have financially and jobs and a better career. We believe that, that the government should come in and do things that destroy the economy, okay? Then we, the government, come in and come up with programs to fix the problems that we just caused. 
Well, it, and, it, and, Rick, and, yeah. Rick, it yeah. doesn't <laughs> fix the problem. Right, it doesn't, but that's their mentality. It is only it, brings you back for another fix. This is the famous, we, 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 all the pipeline people lost their job, but in their minds, well, the government will find you something else to do. Now that nobody knows what that is or how that's going to work, you know. Hey, maybe a hey, welder we, we, doesn't want to build solar panels. Have we ever considered that? Yeah, we, we <laughs> we're we're taking the economy and it's going to be in trouble. So there won't be as many job opportunities. So what we think we'll do is the government will come in and we'll demand that people pay you more money, uh, and, and we'll make it happen for you. They think the answer to every single issue in life is the government. That's what they think. And they think the government can fix any problem that the government caused. And it's just a never-ending, horrifying plan that has never worked, will never work. And and again, though, and it's at the basis of of, of a foundation of a fairy tale, to Bubba's point point of view, that starts with they don't seem to know where money comes from or or what, what makes currency valuable. They have no concept. Hmm. They, they do think that it, it grows on trees. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's nine minutes to the top of the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, lines are available, all ten of them. Come on in, Rick and Bubba fans. The phone troll is designed for a lot of people to get in, and with our ten lines ablazing, uh, we open those up. Uh, the floodgates are open, uh, and you can get in quickly at 866-WE-BE-BIG, and you should have a good shot at it if you move right now. Then we go 30 seconds a pop, meaning once we form the line with our ten lines, a bigger sample, then we roll through it quicker with the buzzer. Uh, limiting to 30 seconds uh, for you to make a comment, ask a question, or bring information to the table. Teachers, uh, don't forget, Tuesday, Rick and Bubba's world's largest classroom with Read Across America. All you have to do is go to rickandbubba.com under the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events, look at March 2nd, and then fill out the little um, information we want from you, and then your class will be listed there as part of the world's largest classroom uh, when we read Green Eggs and Ham coming up on March 2nd, which is Tuesday. All the details for the, the live opportunity, and then, of course, archives uh, are simple. You just use those when you want to. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Let's start with Corn Pot 5050. Um, uh, they're on line one. That's an anonymous call in case you don't know our vernacular. Uh, and we go now. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone trolling. Troll. All right, Corn Pop, go ahead. Hey, um, is that me? That's yes. you, yeah. All right, all right. Um, what are they going to do in two or three years when the um, free market economy has adjusted itself to this $15 um, minimum wage hike? Are we going to go to 25 are we going to go to 30? Where does it end? What are we going to do? Well, uh, AOC said yesterday that we ought to be happy. We're only talking 15. It ought to be 25. And and I would ask her, if 25 is good, why not 50? Let's, uh, let's make it better. Yeah, or uh, 100 an hour. Yeah. Let's really help everybody out. I mean, let's out. really, really help everybody out. So, I, I, you know, I, I, don't, <clears throat> I don't understand well, some if, of their mentality. Well, to your, to your point and to Corn Pop's point, all right, if if it, if we don't care what it does to a business, and we don't care 
what it does to the economy within the numbers unlimited. Yeah. Uh, Eric in Montgomery, I-92, WLWI. Eric, go ahead, 30 seconds. How about it? Hey, how about it, guys? Good morning. Hey, buddy. Real quick, under this new bill they're trying to pass for the stimulus, uh, they're trying to push through 600 hours for federal workers, which pays them up to $1,400 a week for having to homeschool their kids because of the coronavirus. Yeah, it was paying them up to $35 an hour. Yeah, how many weeks was that? That was uh, 15 weeks. Yeah, 15 weeks paid vacation for homeschooling or, or your kids that had to go online or something. It was something so crazy. I couldn't even follow it. And remember, Rob, again, that was the government that made illogical decisions for, for schools not to be in session and for your kid to have to be doing it online. Rick, they they seem to be they, – they will move one side of the goalpost so they can justify moving the other, and they just yeah. keep moving it. And I asked Bubba what the ultimate goal is because none of it makes any sense, and, and I, 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 I'll tend to hope to believe because i'm a good that that even if you're a democrat you're probably as smart and it wouldn't take much for you to be smarter than i am so what you don't see these things that i can clearly see is it is it all about well, we want the government to be you, you have to depend on us for everything that's the end goal well no Power. I, I think there's a more i think there's a more short-term goal that is i want to be loved and i want to be reelected. <clears throat> think about everything we're talking about it's santa claus we're handing out goodies. Mm-hmm. Vote for me. I will hand out goodies. I'm goodies. Vote for me. I'll hand them out. No one is being the responsible adult to go, We can't. have you heard anybody say we can't afford this? Mm-mm. We can't afford that. How are we going to pay for this? Eventually, that I mean, the government prints all money anyway. Mm-hmm. And the more they print, the more that you have is less valuable. And what they don't know, and I'll say this as general as I can, because I, I do want to be sensitive on, on this, because I know it can be. I don't want to say. I'll just be quiet. But <clears throat> the bottom line is this, and and we can get into this. See, but the thing you don't understand is even Santa Claus is limited to how much he can bring you. The sleigh will only hold so much. Because we actually know how the whole Santa Claus workshop thing works, and and it also is is it it does it is on a budget. Yeah. Yeah, uh, t- Every, everybody wants to be happy on Christmas morning. Yeah. Nobody wants to be sad, and we don't want anybody to be sad. But there is a certain reality to life that you can't deny. Right? You know, uh, Michael in Florida. Michael, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, I was just uh, going to talk about uh, Biden's pick for Surgeon General, warning, uh, uh, Surgeon General, and uh, it, I kind of look at her and or it, and um, kind of looks like uh, Benjamin Franklin. I'm not, I'm not sure what y'all's thoughts are on that. Yeah, I, th- I, I don't think she's Surgeon General. I think she's uh, Human and Health or whatever, HHS, whatever no. that is. Yeah, you told me that Rand, <laughs> Rand Paul and this person had quite the conversation. Yeah, Rand Paul got, got a little – got. Well, I don't, you just can't, you can't say anything now. He, uh, he had a spirited conversation yeah. with her. Gene yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> in Georgia. Gene, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Gene. On this minimum wage, is it doesn't need to come about because people aren't coming to work. People don't want to work because government keeps on giving them free money. 
Yeah, you're right. It's it's kind of it's almost comical in one respect because we can't get people to go to work anyway because they're making so much staying out right now. Well, it was the biggest problem with the restaurant business. <laughs> yeah. The restaurant business was saying it's hard to get uh, servers to come in when they can sit home and make more money. And, and look, I don't want to just beat this to death, but I, I want people to make more than fifteen an hour. Okay, I want you to make well, the, a lot in more in the free than market. That. You will, and but you got You got to move if, up. If you're you worth gotta, the flip. you got to work your way up. Everybody here has done it. Parents did it. People I know have done it. It's uh, it's a process, and and that's the problem. Everybody wants everything right now. Bob in Alabama. Bob, go ahead. Yeah, I have a small business, and we we have to train people with no skills and no experience. They're they're high school dropouts, you know, for the most part that does construction work, and you cannot start them out. At a fifteen dollar hour wage, you take a high paid person and train somebody at twelve dollars an hour. You know, yeah, and and you just you just can't do that. Not not small businesses. Yeah, well, you're living in the real world, so you actually have to do it. Uh, these people that are voting and taking your business and wadding it up and throwing it in the trash can, they don't understand that because they don't have to do it. But if you show you're interested and you'll work hard, I promise you, you'll move up. No doubt, because it's rare right now. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sometimes you have to ask yourself, why am I listening to this? Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Thank you for being with us. I remember Speedy Helmsy and Adler here today. The real Greg Burgess uh, helping mom today as she is uh, having a pacemaker put in. Uh, so pray that all that goes smoothly and he's helping out with the family today. Uh, he and my sister are going there. Uh, and we'll uh, work our way to that. Hopefully have Greg back with us uh, on Monday. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussy. Bubba, how are you? Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of the little party we call Rick and Bubba. Bubba, we're, we, you and I had our annual uh, merchandise meeting where we sit down and talk about, we talked about that a little bit on the show, we look ahead, but we also sit down and talk merch at the end of the year and say, what are some Rick and Bubba items uh, that we would like to move now into the discounted section, or as we call it, the speedy section uh, <laughs> of uh, of the store. All right. And I'm telling you, there, now some of this stuff, uh, you know, has been around uh, a, a while, but there's some items that are still relatively new that we're just ready to, you know, do some new stuff. So we're making room for that. Look at this baby I'm right here. I'm surprised about this, by the way. I knew you surprised would be. Surprised about this move. Hey, this this hat that I'm I'm holding, if you're watching on YouTube right now, this is the custom Rick and Bubba, I think it's called the Black Hat or something. Look, on the back, it has established in 1994. Got a cool mm-hmm. little tag on the back. This is, I mean, you know, that's that's a, what do you call that? Like the 3D logo on it where yes, it's it, 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 it stitched 3D logo mm-hmm. on the front of it. It's jumped off. Now, this hat costs a lot, so it, it's been, uh, an, you know, a, a $15 hat. We, we're reducing this hat right here. Uh, just to make some room, right there it is to ten bucks. Yeah, I mean that hat, this this custom black show logo hat is now ten dollars. Wow, and I mean this is, I mean, yeah, this I'm gonna is have the, to stop going. I'm gonna start going to meetings, y'all. That's unacceptable. This is my Rick and Bubba hat. I probably wear the most. <laughs> I know, me too. I it's love my it. favorite hat. I love this hat. Well, good, y'all can get a deal on yeah, it right now. So, get your box. You know what this means, don't you? Now Speedy's gonna get one. <laughs> so, um, but the, if you look, you'll see right on the store at RickandBubba.com when you click on the store. There's a big old a logo a that says sale. Click on that sale there. I see it right here. Last chance items. Click here for de- for deals. Look, even the scene earn hat, our hunting hat, because we're going to do some new hunting hats. The scene earn, look at it. it. It's been reduced down. 
and uh, so there, there's items in there, shirts that uh, are going to be replaced with some new stuff. Mac Daddy's down to ten bucks. Yeah, the Mac Daddy hat is down. That's a good looking hat too. That is a good looking hat. Someone's got the camo and the American flag on it. It's down to ten bucks. Uh, some of the uh, we had, you know, people always ask about ladies' shirts and stuff. We had some in the hunting line, and the one that's got a logo on it. Uh, these ladies' shirts are are being moved out. You know, I, I know it's dated because it has the twenty year thing on it right here. That hat right there. You and I looked at it. That one right here. That that one he's looking at. That is yeah. a cool hat. Yeah. that's another yeah. really cool hat. Now it does have the twenty on it because that was yeah. the twenty years. But but anyway, so <clears throat> there's a lot of really uh, nice Rick and Bubba items. This is the one I'm with you. I, I I fought for this one a little bit, but they said, "Hey, we got we got we, we need to move some inventory." So uh, so uh, look at Speedy looking at it. great. <laughs> that is a good looking hat. So anyway, so the, check that out. That's something new at the store today. Some clearance items that you can save a lot of money on and uh, and have uh, that maybe at one time you look and said, "Ah, it's a little much for that." But now uh, some some really good deals. We call this the Speedy Sale. Get a box, give them to friends. Bubba, I said a moment ago uh, that. Um, Yesterday was uh, was a, I don't know. It was it was kind of like a wake up a little bit. I was a, I was completely taken back, and I understand now that Doctor Sag mentioned the prescription form of this. I just didn't know what it meant. Right when right. he said the name, okay, because right. I got a lot of people saying, "Hey, let's do the podcast." He did mention it. I I was not ready yesterday <laughs> for the number of people in our audience that are worming themselves. Uh, Rick, I'll be honest with you. I, I know there's a lot of people that <clears throat> fully understand how serious the COVID nineteen virus can be. Very, yeah. And uh, but I, I guess I was a little shocked with the number of people who said, "I don't trust Pfizer. I don't trust Moderna. I don't trust Johnson and Johnson. I'm headed down to the co-op to get dewormer." <laughs> I, I have a hard time adding anything to that statement. Uh. I'm, I'm a little I'm I'm a little concerned about the rush to market of this vaccine, even though Doctor Sag made clear it's really not a rush to market because we've been in this field of research right, for right. for a while. There was a lot of it already on the table, yeah, and so, uh, and, that, and that was fortunate for us, or we'd still be right. trying to find a test. Yeah, he also took away the concerns about uh, you know uh, uh, aborted babies and all right, that, right. and and it, so people still though are suspect. And I'm not a you know I'm not a reckless vaccine guy. I, I think vaccines can be very dangerous if you're if we're not wise with them or we do, or we don't think things through. But I'm not anti-vaccines like no. like no no never. Yeah. And but it, it is odd that you would say I just don't trust this vaccine, but I'm at the co-op in the worming part of it, and I'm picking up a bag of what they give cattle to deworm themselves, and I'm gonna go home and figure out a dose of this myself. To help fight COVID, I, I was uh, I was taken back by the number of people that are deworming themselves. Yeah, I, I, be careful, people. Uh, be careful out there. Okay, we had you a know guy, I, we I, had a guy. I still remember his name, <coughs> Shadow. <coughs> they called this show <laughs> and started all this, didn't he? Was he? Well, the no, first he, one? he was just saying he works at a co- <laughs> oh, a right. co-op or a right. tractor. Is a, is a tractor supply a co-op? Yes. Yeah. 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 It, well, it, they're well, a version of it. Yeah. yeah. But you know what I'm talking about—the old yeah. local county yeah. co-op. But yeah. but I mean, tra- tractor supply store is a chain of co-op like places. Yeah. And and he was saying we have we had to put up a sign mm-hmm. that this is not for human consumption. Guys, yesterday during the commercial break, a gentleman who we know and we know some of his family members lives here in Vestavia brought by um, a packet. He has done a ton of research on this and wanted us to see it. And he was holding both. I tried to get both of them, but both products—the one you get from the tractor supply 
and the one you get at the pharmacy. And I I couldn't believe it. And he was 100%. Hey, this is this is a done deal. It works. I love the co-op. And this is somebody that I thought I would think mm-hmm. he's like us, guys. It's not mm-hmm. like you know, I I go to the, the co-op. The good news is a lot of people out there will not have worms. Right. Yeah. You know, when I go to the co-op, of course, I'm the kind of guy because of my lack of handiness and all this, I always have to have a sponsor. Right. You know, I right. usually will go with you or Gary or somebody like that to take a sponsor with me. But I love that one. And I like getting my guy to yeah. co-op. Right. And then yeah. when he leaves, I'm kind of lost. Right. But yeah. I but I like being there. I like the way they smell. Uh, I like the whole feel. I'm about of, to smell. I like that. I like that, that smell of feed and seed and. Rat poison? Well, not so much that. Yeah, but it makes me feel good. And to me, this is the heartbeat of America. This is this is the yeah. These are the people to me that. But but I just wouldn't. No, I love the place. I don't. The smell is probably my least favorite. Something about it. I think it goes back to when you taught me about diesel. (laughs) Yeah, you know. Now, if I could smell diesel while I'm in there, that'd be better. Well, Bubba taught me about diesel. Of course, everybody connected me wishes he never had because I won't. I won't let it rest. (laughs) But because you know me, I won't drive anything into the ground. But uh, but but when I go into a co-op, the smell of that is also somebody that means business. Yeah, right. You're you know, right. we we're getting something done today, and throwing those sacks in the back of the truck. But but I never thought about what I was throwing in the back of the truck. I would go home and make it like cereal. Yeah, and yeah, eat that's, it. Yeah, I, I I didn't. I just I don't. The, our emails yesterday. Yeah, I was I was amazed, and really, this is not a story about dewormer uh, to fight viral infections as much as it is the overwhelming email I got on it yesterday. I mean it. It outranked uh, foot pain for the first time in a long time. So, that's you know, so it's a, yeah. that's I, a monumental day. It was almost like, they, I, I guess there was a part of me that scared me a little bit, that something was going on in such a prominent way, but I had no idea about it at all. I honestly should have gave y'all more heads up on that. I think I know why you didn't, though, because of, of what happened. Of the way we feel now. Right. You were protecting us from the way we feel now. So don't feel bad about that. <clears throat> and the response mm-hmm. that we got. I was protecting us from that. You know, it made Thought me, it was. Rick, it made me start wondering the other day what other uses we're not thinking about for kitty litter. Oh, my gosh. Don't do this. <laughs> don't do this. Don't do this. Please don't do this. That's Bubba at. Yeah. The, uh, well, um, gets all up pretty good. I know some people are thinking that we made up a reason for Greg not to be here today because of you know, we had a little little old Greg came out a little bit yesterday. But um, so don't don't start that kind of stuff. But I guess we do have more freedom today to say things. There it things. is. There well, it is. You, look, I want you to look at the picture that's on there. The guy that it's came picture, by yesterday it's a picture of a horse. had a box of that in his hand. Hey, thanks, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, right. look at the phones. Sorry, buddy. Uh, we no, don't want apple flavor. I don't want to unpack it again. Yeah. I don't. I just want to tell you we we got a lot of response on that yesterday. Yeah. yeah I I asked. I tried. That's a, that's to, a horse. I tried to research a little bit yesterday <laughs> the process, and it is the same drug. But they're they're diluted differently, mm-hmm. and uh, you you really need to be careful with all that because I promise you the dewormer is probably not taken care of with the same care that a prescription over at Walgreens is. I know a cattle farmer. One, they don't keep it in fifty pound bags on a concrete floor yeah. to begin with. I know a cattle farmer. Okay, <clears throat> just and, be careful. And I love I mean, he is he is a a godly hardworking. If you were going to do it, if you went back and did that commercial again, the farmer, yeah, you would show him, right? Okay, right. And he comes over and gets the hay in our hay field, and in return, he fertilizes it for us to keep it beautiful. Okay, and he has the, his name is Truett, of course. I just can't imagine, Mister Truett. I know you're taking that to worm your cattle. Could you leave some here for me? 
I, I, I'm, I'm, I just got diagnosed with COVID. I just can't. I, I, I don't. I think. What do you think Truett would say? What, what would he say when he looked at me? What do you think he'd say? He'd say, you probably don't need to take this. Right. Or be extremely careful. At least stay inside the pharmacy circle. Yeah. Not, not yeah. the co-op. Yeah. I was just, I was really, really taken back by that. And the emails that followed. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two minutes past the hour, the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us today. Rick and Bubba University, the podcast, will be available tomorrow. We visit with Cassio Kid and walk through his history with the show. Don't miss that if you need a good laugh this weekend, and I think we all do. Uh, so look for Rick and Bubba University wherever you get podcasts. Um, all right, so Bubba, more more follow up. Uh, well, I, I don't know if you saw the statement yesterday, but the climate czar John Kerry came out and made a statement. <laughs> Did you see this? No, don't. Uh, he don't. come out and said he'd been taking uh, that drug in the horse dewormer for years. <laughs> <laughs> That's better than I thought it was. Maybe that be. explained his long face. <laughs> <laughs> Rick, when I do John Kerry, will you do the horse track? The, do you want to gallop? Run? Yeah, the galloping okay. sound effect. I like. So anytime you mention him now, I'm going to do that. All right. Okay. Um, I want to I roll this out there to you, okay? Um, I, and I'm going to handle this with, with kid gloves. I would not suggest this, nor are we saying it. It's just a factual email from somebody else. I know a guy that's been going to the co-op when he starts feeling sick and gets the penicillin from the co-op and takes it, been doing it for years. I just don't, I don't think that's a good idea. I, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, okay. I, don't and, I don't, I don't think we should take dosage and medicines at co-ops that are designed for livestock. I, that's my first reaction. I, I, Rick I, too. And let me just put the, the, <laughs> the exclamation point on this because I was asking the question. I had someone email me from the pharmaceutical industry who works on this stuff, okay, mm-hmm. who is actually involved. He said the medicine, the actual medicine that is grown in the reactor and we ship out is the same on the human side and the animal side. But now how they dilute it, how they mix it, and somebody had brought this up the other day. He said that's absolutely true. They mix it in different things, and, and the, while the drug is the same, the delivery st- – product they put it in is not the human stuff is handled one way the horse stuff is handled another that's the part you got to worry about not the medicine itself when people say the same thing it is but, but not, how it's diluted and what it's mixed in is different but i know some there are people and probably not this you show ever try to get a horse to swallow a pill with a cup of water no <laughs> <laughs> let, 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 let me say this okay they're messy. Because I remember Dad trying to get our dogs to, our hunting dogs to swallow the pill, and you had to cover their snout and then rub, rub their, their throat, throat to get that swallow yeah. uh, reaction to happen. But can I say this? I know some of y'all out there, and God love you, okay? And I know you're probably, you're pretty sweet people, but humans and animals are not equal, and they're not the same. Okay, I know some of you think they are. Now, you're wrong, as I have to tell you that as lovingly, as kindly as I can. And I've, I've laid out some examples that prove they're not. Okay, not that they're not valuable and not that they shouldn't be taken care of, but I'm just going to go ahead and say what you just said is probably logical. 
that we don't we don't put the care and the delivery system that we do to give something to an animal because they're designed to do all kinds of things with their bacteria in their mouths yeah. and that we're not designed for. A dog can eat something that's been dead in the road for three days and be fine, Rick. We eat that, and it kills us. He also can drink out of a puddle. We can eat chocolate. They eat chocolate. It kills them. Right. You know, Like if I got on my all fours down at the farm and that one of the puddles walking in the gate, if I just I know it looks like you who, but it yeah, didn't taste. If like I started it. lapping it up, I wouldn't be here today. <laughs> right, okay? probably not. You know, or but, you'd be real sick. Right. So, yeah. so I just, just be cautious, people. Just, will y'all please, please not just speak. Watch out on this kind of stuff. <laughs> all right. So I thought that I was going to be. I sharp. got another one here. I'm going to tell you to break. I ain't reading this on the air. No way. I thought I was going to be sharp and bring up a NASA story to try to get Bubba to think I was, and now he's kind of rolling his eyes. <laughs> no, well, I, mean, I thought Rick. I was going to be sharp and bring something up. I mean, Bubba was like, I'm going to bring up what we just brought up. He said, and then whatever you want to do next. And I thought, well, watch me bring up a NASA story and just blow Bubba's mind. And then when I brought it up, he's like, Rick, I I mean, you don't think it's cool that they've left a hidden message on the parachute of the well, Mars rover? when the whole system was headed to Mars, too far for anybody to change it. The, the NASA people were already saying, hey, we got some Easter eggs hid on here, which means they're going to do some little cutesy things that nobody knew was going to happen, you know. Uh, I, I guess I was thinking of something a little bit more outstanding than this. Mm. Um but they have said that there was a hidden, secret, color-coded message on the parachute for the rover that landed on Mars uh, last week. Now, the message was written by a systems engineer in binary code, Rick, through alternating white and orange strips on the 70-foot parachute that spelled out the NASA motto, Dare Mighty Things which is a quote from Theodore Roosevelt. That's really cool that that's on there, but it's in a binary code. So unless you know binary code and you can decode it and you know to study the parachute, to put that into a binary system, you're not going to get it. I mean, Who's it for? Well, it's just to say, hey, we did it, you know, and I got that. Trying to be sharp? Yeah, I mean, if if aliens find it, they're not going. Well, that's what, what the I thought. Is. Shouldn't we have put something on there for Martians if they if they <laughs> get it? It's like, hey, call us. We're trying to contact y'all. This is ours. How about call us, but don't visit? Right. Give now us. Now you can when you immediately see that parachute. We come in peace. You realize the parachute is not uniform in its color. You, you know, it's it's it looks to be broken up, and, and the pattern does not look balanced, if you will. Which, of course, sent some people in to go and, hey, is there a secret message in that? It's kind of like the old back masking thing, you know. Yeah, I thought you'd be, I thought, hey, I'm going to bring up a nice story. And well, you it, your eyes Rick, at it. it's, it's cutesy. I, it's, but, I mean, I was hoping for something, you know, a little more direct. Is that mm-hmm. a, I don't I don't yeah. have to decode my Easter egg. Right. Right. No, but it, look, this is fun. People are it's causing people to study the rover and look at parachutes and right. hey, what else it gonna do and all that. I guess. Well, I thought I'd bring something up. In <laughs> thought it might hey, be more. More Easter eggs are coming, Rick. Stand by. Uh, yeah.
That was something I thought I could talk about without Greg being here. <laughs> yeah, thanks for doing that. Bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 35 minutes past the hour. You've got the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. We announced earlier, don't forget to go to rickandbubba.com, check the store. Uh, we've got a, a clearance sale going on with some uh, some older items, and there's some quality stuff in there at, uh, at great prices, prices that even make Speedy smile. You'll see it at rickandbubba.com right there. Just look for the big sale logo. Uh, SimplySafeBubba.com teaming up with the Rick and Bubba Show. Security has always been of some concern, but we're now probably more concerned than, than so far in, in our history. Uh, and but you want something that's simple. You don't want to get into the the whole world of uh, you know things uh, in in the past where you know you had to wait for somebody to come and and they they had to install it and then you had to wait you know for um they, they had to, it was real intrusive and they they had to do things with the wall rental if you were renting the property you could even have a security system. Well, all that is over now uh, with simplysafebubba.com. You install it yourself in less than an hour. Uh, you uh, you have verification capabilities we've never had before, so it cuts down on false alarms and gets you the help quicker. Uh, and you can do with one security system, medical uh, break-ins, um, you know, whatever you need, uh, fire, all that is included. Uh, and and you get monitored twenty four seven for about fifteen dollars a month, and you don't have any long term contract or anything like that. The Simply Safe Bubba uh, URL always uh, helps you out. Go to simplysafebubba.com. If you do that, use our URL. Whatever security system you put together, because you're connected to the Rick and Bubba Show, you'll get a free security camera uh, with your package. So so do that now. Simplysafebubba.com. There's also a link at rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. All right, Bubba, we'll roll through kind of rapid fire some things. If we, we land a little bit, we'll make it more in one segment because we listed a few things in the break we want to cover. One of them's an update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. News 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 update. Are you afraid of Judge Judy? <laughs> Oh, yeah, she's scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you know who she reminds me of? My pediatrician when I was little, Dr. Ah, Luther. Yes. Now, Dr. Luther had white hair and was former military and talked with a scratchy voice, kind of like that health and services mm-hmm. uh, candidate. But uh, and, but she scared me to death. And Judge Judy's got a little of that, too. Now, if you remember, Judge Judy put in her crosshairs Richard Lawrence. Yes. And Rebel Entertainment Partners. Now, this is where it gets a little confusing. I see. Now, a little confused. Some of our lawyers that listen are going to have to help us a little bit with this, but I'm just going to tell you in Rick and Bubba E's where I think we are. Uh, we brought up this lawsuit. It's been a while ago that we brought this up. This it's is been how long- ongoing a long time. Uh, here's what she says. She says that Richard Lawrence and Rebel Entertainment Partners – that they did not have standing on the twenty are entitled to the twenty two million dollars in fees. Now this is the law. This is what the judge says. Yeah, that, yeah. J- judge Judy says I don't oh. think Richard Lawrence and Rebel Entertainment should have gotten twenty two million dollars in fees collected from the show because she says that Lawrence didn't really package the show because he didn't represent her. Rather, two non writing producers and it gives their name who originally suggested to her that she take her judge career over to TV. So it, when, when, when she decided to take her judge career over to TV, she says, I didn't really have a relationship with Richard Lawrence and Rebel Entertainment. It wasn't really his idea, and I really he's really not done anything other than collect fees 
because he thinks he was part of this idea. Now, there's a lot more to unpack, but that's the bottom line. He's He's been collecting – he's got $22 million worth of fees he's collected, and she says he's he's not entitled to that. He, he He's not in the – he shouldn't be getting them because he didn't do what he says he did. All right, you got that? So they've been suing about that or, and, and trying to to, uh, to take that money back. However, she was uh, dealt a, a small blow to the case yesterday or day before yesterday, Wednesday, because uh, his attorneys – and now this is what I don't know this term, D-E-M-U-R-R-E-R. Demure. Yeah, to, they're arguing and, and meaning, hey, we're, gonna, we're, we're coming after this complaint. We're saying that the judge herself, Judge Judy – lacked standing to even challenge the validity of their client, that's Mr. Lawrence, contract because she was not party to it. So I think he inherited her somehow. I think and, maybe, yeah. Rick, what may have happened right. is is I don't know if he inherited or purchased or got the original people who right. started Judge Judy into his company. That's right. He was a successor right. to the original Operation. I, I don't know how he got it. If he bought it, it inherited right, it. Right. They merged, whatever. But he is kind of the packaging company now, and he's taking these, uh, uh, you know, this commission, if you will, off the show. And Judge Judy's saying he doesn't deserve it. Right. But the judge has said two things: one, that Judge Judy doesn't have standing in this; that it's yep. actually a disagreement between the original people that started the show and the people who are handling it now. Judge Judy is mindless talent in this. Right. You're getting your money. Right. You're not even. You shouldn't even be in this. Yep. That's what the judge. The judge ruled with Lawrence's attorneys and say, "I agree. I don't think you have standing." And went on to say that the statute of limitations had expired on the client's uh, complaint on a contract. So the uh, her attorneys have noted that they do not see this as a crippling ruling. I don't know. Maybe they know something. The story, it sounds pretty straightforward to me. They said this is nothing but procedure uh, with the court to clarify our claims by allowing us to file an amended complaint. Yeah, the judge says they got 30 days to go back, clean the complaint up with the things that she's pointed out. If it's, if it's expired... I don't know what you can clean I, up about that. Now, that part of it I don't get. So so while the judge basically ruled against Judge Judy in this particular case, he also or she has left the door open for them to come back, refocus their complaint within 30 days. Now, how would you like to be the lawyers that had to call Judge Judy and say, hey, the way we filed the complaint, we didn't really do it right? Let me tell you what. Mm. I want to know if L.A. County Superior Court Judge Richard J. whoever – uh, wants to face Judge Judy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, Mm-mm. <laughs> no. I, it's it's like you know she's she's mad about this, and you know well, th- what if he ends up in her courtroom because some his dog bit somebody. Yeah, or, 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 or somebody like that. peed on his fence or something. And, huh? and, and really, you know, dented his bumper up. You know, this is one of those things that always amazes me in the entertainment business. Shouldn't Judge Judy just say, "I can't believe the money I've made off doing this." I mean, it's, it's like, why would you be? You don't don't bring attention to it. I mean, it's like, I I I'm a, I'm part of these judge shows out there, and we are going to the bank on these judge shows, and this guy over here, he's pulling some over here. It's like she can't leave it alone. It's like I don't think he should be getting this money. Yeah, but don't mess up our thing here. I mean, you're you're getting paid a lot of money to come on here and holler at people and and deal with these little cases and well, and you know, and even even Lawrence's attorneys are saying that. 
they may have to sue Judge Judy if she continues to to mess in their contract. I know. In other words, they're saying, you got nothing to do with this. Your contract was with the original people. We acquired them, blah, blah, blah. You're griping us. You're not even in this fight. But that just goes to show you they made $22 million in some commission they're taking off the top, which shows you how much money that show is making. Making a bunch. Wow. So um, uh, I don't know if we have time to get into this. When we come back, this AT&T story. We got that, and Rick, some more good news today. How about some good news? Johnson & Johnson vaccine is set uh, for an all-day meeting at the FDA uh, that they're going to go over all their data and what they've studied, and uh, if everything works out like we think, uh, a shot will be available for adults in the next few days. Johnson & Johnson has agreed to provide 100 million doses of its vaccine in the U.S. by June, 20 million at the end of March. All right, so if I remember correctly, Johnson & Johnson, we're one shot. Yes. The last I saw, 65% effective. Has it gotten up? Is that 72% effective in a U.S. trial. Right, we're up to 72. So uh, 72 shown, for one shot, do you like that over in the 90s on two shots? It also has been shown to be 85% effective in preventing the most severe disease. <clears throat> There also was a conversation, and I don't know where it is now, that the Johnson Johnson may be a better shot for people who have had it already. That is going on. Uh-huh. Also saw a story where Pfizer has said now there's uh, – did I see that right? Or I dreamed that last night. Because I coolers. can't find it now that, that Pfizer's does not have to be kept super cool anymore, that it will work at a normal freezer temperature, which is going to help yeah, tremendously. I don't it. know. I don't know the answer to that. Why would they have froze it that, that much if you didn't have well, to to begin with? If that's the with? case, there were a lot of freezers sold. Yeah, somebody sold some super freezers, didn't they? Boy, they did. Um, so, but that seems odd. How would that change like that? So, I, I don't know. I guess they found out after st- – I mean, they didn't have it to work with or study, and they went, you know, we've looked at this. Uh, yeah. We left this out on the – you're right. In a, in a regular freezer, and, and guess what? It works just like the other did. FDA approved storing Pfizer vaccine at standard freezer temp. Okay. That's good. That's good news. Hey, good news, everybody. Yeah. But do I get to pick my shot, or do I have to deal with the one whichever my doctor got the best vacation for? <laughs> Is it back to other pharmaceutical things? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Your phone number's coming in. Columbus, Mississippi tonight, the home of 96-1. Fairview Baptist Church, Men of Valor, plugging every, the men into small groups with the 40-week curriculum called The Pursuit. That's our first one at themanchurch.com. We have a brand-new 40-week curriculum coming out at the end of March. We'll be telling you more about uh, and we'll continue to add a new one, you know, for the foreseeable future, Lord willing, uh, every year to have a complete library you can pick from, uh, especially churches that are already doing the pursuit. You're like, well, what are we doing next? We'll have it ready for, for you to go. But anyway, that's a free event tonight, but they do need to know that you're coming. So if you're if you're coming tonight, you found out you're, hey, I think I can come, uh, then contact the church or just use that link that we have at rickandbubba.com under events in Montgomery, Alabama, tomorrow night. Uh, the Becoming a Man of God, and uh, there at the convention center at the Renaissance uh, Hotel downtown, uh, and uh, that that is also that one is a ticketed event, so you do need a ticket for that. Uh, boys twelve and under get in free, 
Uh, but dads, uh, you do need to get a ticket. Uh, that information is there, and they'll also have them available for you as you come through the door. And I did find out find out yesterday. I don't know whether he's going because they're doing kind of an outdoor expo thing. I, I did get a call from Gary that they've invited him to come. I said, are you bringing turkey call? He said, no, they just want me to come, Aaron. Just say hey. So I don't know. So Gary may or may not be there. I don't know. Hey, is that down there in Montgomery? So that's not far from Lake Mitchell. Is he speaking on Romans or James? Hey, did I, I can get up there and do and do your endorsement. I said, what, what do you, my what? You know, like get up there and, and endorse you. I said, do you mean introduce me? Well, yeah. And, and I said, is that what you mean? Well, yeah, get up there and tell them, you know, hey, here's Rick. I said, that's that's not an endorsement, but uh, Gary, that's well, a, that's an introduction. You can have an inter- introduction with a good endorsement. <laughs> in it. I mean, good. Yeah. Most introductions do endorse. All right, so do you, do you want to delay the? AT&T's? You never hear him go. I, <laughs> yeah. I don't really like this guy, but he's all we can get. Well, first of all, I was <laughs> come worried. on in and get a seat. Here's the thing that worried me the most. He goes, "Hey, ain't you doing something with Frazier? I said, "No, I'm not." And you know, in, in Montgomery, I said, "No, it's uh, Eastern Hills." Baptist is hosting it, but it's over at the Renaissance. Oh, yeah, that's it. I said, well, that's not Frazier. Oh. What does that even mean? Frazier Methodist there in Montgomery is a big church in Montgomery. For some reason, he thought, I think, I don't know why he thought it was there. I said, Gary, it's it's at a convention center downtown. Yeah. Yeah, they asked me if I'd come over. And I said, well, so I don't know. We'll we'll see if you're sitting or not. Um, Y'all coming this way? I said, I don't know. We'll see, Gary. Just let let me know, buddy. Uh, So... um, Let's go to TJ. Gary never invites me to his lake house. <laughs> oh no, that's a, no, he said he did one time. He said he, he told me he did. Well, it's like when I'm he knows I can't come. Well, he learned that. From well, Bubba, he's asked me a couple times. I've actually gone. Yeah, uh, I know. I'm I'm about to go visit. Yeah. Hey, I wish y'all could have seen that day that Maddie got a big splinter in mm-hmm. her toe mm-hmm. and foot, and he got it out. And the tool he used, pocket knife. Well, I mean, it was just it, the no. It was a big. Mm-hmm. It was a big something. Mm-hmm. Like I was concerned. Yeah, it was like a big uh, pair of tweezers. Yeah, but yeah. they like they were huge. Probably got them at the co-op. And of course, he brought out. He can't even even with an eight. Did they lock? Hey, even with an eight-year-old. Did they lock on the end? He doesn't. He doesn't use what he showed her. He was going to use. No, he can't. He can't waste a moment. He no. brought out this big contraption. Oh, he's going. Yeah, yeah. And was like, it looked like she was going to have her foot removed. Yeah, it's never mm-hmm. any. It's never any with him. He got it out though, quick too. I was very impressed with his splinter skills. Ask me in the break. He had a little bit of a setback. Ask me about it in the break. What do you mean? Just write it down. All right, TJ in Florida. You know why we have to write it down? Because we will be doing something else and totally forget. <laughs> yeah, no, really. I, I, yeah, that's that work. <laughs> TJ in Florida. How are you doing, TJ? Good. Uh, I love you guys' this show. Thank I just, you. Uh, wanted to call the. Uh, I heard you mention the Johnson and Johnson vaccine. Yes. Uh, I just wanted to let the listeners know um, the Johnson and Johnson vaccine used aborted baby cell lines uh, to develop their vaccine. So in that particular vaccine, there are uh, aborted baby cells in it. So TJ, uh, let me ask you this. Than- let me ask you this. I, I don't, and I, I'm not saying this for any other reason than I just wonder. I'm not. I'm not. It's not an accusation. Mm-hmm. So, where did you get that information? How do you know that? So, the I initially learned that there are aborted baby cells in some vaccines from the CDC government website. Yeah, um, these are these the cell lines that came from like the back in the '60s, and they're continuing to use them. Uh, so, yeah, yeah Bub, Bub, which, Bubba, Bubba talked about that on the show, so we know about that. Yes. Yeah, which the Moderna and the Pfizer vaccine actually does not use Correct. those aborted 
So it, they've proven you don't have to use aborted baby cell lines to develop a vaccine. They Correct. they didn't use it and theirs. Um, but Johnson and Johnson, they did. And you and you confirm that and you confirm that from where? Uh, you can you can just do a quick Google search of it. Uh, Johnson and Johnson's very open about it from their own material. So it's from um, Johnson and um, Johnson. They say that they did. <clears throat> yes, they say that they okay. did. Okay. Just want to make sure because you know how uh, things are these yeah. days. You, T- you mean? TJ, yeah. here, here's the thing too on on some of that, and and obviously you know our position on abortion, and I'm not uh, going to rehash all that. But uh, the the fact is that that uh, how old are you now, TJ? I'm 31. Okay, you you probably have had vaccines that were cell lines from aborted babies. That uh, when yeah. some of this started in the 60s, all of us have. Um, and, yeah. and I understand your objection to that. And I, I think that's honorable, but I don't know there's any way we can get away from some of it. Uh, it's some of it has already been done and these cell lines are being used. Now that that's different. It doesn't mean they're still doing that, but they're multiplying what they got. But some of them were not aborted babies. They were, uh, taken from accident, to fetuses and other things that were done, uh, with permission, uh, there was a lot of problems in when when a lot of this technology come along in the '60s. The ethics were not quite up to speed with the science, but mm-hmm. we have cell lines still in play now that keep us from having to do other things like that. So like a lot more it, current. Yeah, it's 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 a moral issue, uh, but it's a very complicated, and it's very hard to just say yay or nay. You, it's it's it is complicated, and yeah. I don't have a good clear answer for anybody. Yeah, because some of the cell lines, as Bubba said, are from babies that were not aborted. They they either were stillborn or were killed in accidents right. and things like that. And trying to discern, you know, uh, you know, every detail of hey, this thing, this 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 vaccine I'm taking. Uh, is tied directly to a person that did something I thought was immoral. It's it's not as it's not as clean cut as, yeah. as maybe we would prefer. And, and, but but I appreciate you making and, that information. And, and there's really two parts too. There's one: uh, are the cells used in the making of the vaccine, or was the cells mm-hmm. used in the human testing of said vaccine that didn't have human cells? Because right. they do that. Too. Yeah. So the yeah. yeah the Moderna and Pfizer vaccine it. There, it's not in the actual vaccine. They did test the vaccine right. on aborted baby cells, but um, you're so correct. I consider those completely different because they don't actually have the cells in them. But it's the the Johnson and Johnson for sure has the uh, aborted baby cell lines in them. Well, thank you. I appreciate you bringing that up, and and uh, people will research that on their own. And again, here's the thing you're dealing with. And I was asking the guys in the break or going to the break, you heard me, is this one of those things where you have a choice, I prefer this one, or is it one of those things that you go in and say, well, if you want it today, this is the one we got? Uh, that. That. Yeah. It's the latter, isn't it? Yeah, it's it not is. like you walk in and go, I'll tell you what, let me let me see the paperwork on the Now, Moderna. I will say this. As as pharmacies, and well, there's a story out today that CVS is about to start rolling out their vaccines. And so um, – if they're having the vaccine, if they go, well, we got the Johnson & Johnson one, then obviously you can go in a CVS and get that. I think it'll be more open once we get a few months ahead. Right now it's very limited. You go to a, a doc, that's you get what they got, right. period. Yeah. Top of the hour. Uh, if you leave us, have a great weekend. If you got more Rick and Bubba, Lord willing, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
established in 1994 and continuing to offer the perfect balance of inspiring hope, unwavering truth, and a touch of goofiness. The Rick and Bubba Show. Six minutes past the hour, coming to you from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Speedy, Helmsy, uh, and Eddie Van Adler, all here. The Real Greg Burgess out today, back, uh, Lord willing, on Monday. And we welcome back Mr. Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for hanging with us for 27 years. I say let's make it a few more. 27 big ones. <laughs> you know, Bubba, when you, you, you know, I've never, you know, we, we used to laugh and, 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 make fun of ourselves if you ever want to see a stock tank just have you and i invest in it you know and, and this kind of stuff i i never well, Ray, why don't you say that? well i'm just saying i've never been the person that that made an investment in something at the right time that turned out to be this big winner you know and, and i've and, killed I, I tell you if i was better at shorting stocks mm-hmm. i could have made millions yeah hmm. yeah because i have personally killed several top companies myself <laughs> When I was day trading and I'd buy a stock, I could kill. I killed AOL Time Warner myself. I think that was on you. Yeah, I so think really, I killed AOL. You do. To Remember, stocks. you got mail. Yeah, mm. you do to stocks what you do to football teams, <laughs> huh? There, there seems to be something <laughs> okay. to that. But anyway, so when you usually you would think, come a, on, Bucks, you would think AT and T, you would think AT and T that they would just have people that are just brilliant at forecasting the future. But I will tell you something. Boy, did they pick the wrong time to buy DirecTV. Mm. They, did, did they, they did not realize how prominent – we talked about it yesterday. These streaming platforms are yeah. going to be this fast. Mm-hmm. I think they thought DirecTV and the satellite world have more life left in it than apparently it did, and they are trying to unload it. Yeah. Well, they are unloading it. Mm-hmm. Um, and my issues with them have been well documented here on the show. Sure. Uh, I've had DirecTV, Rick, since day one they turned it on. Yep. So we followed this whole business cycle several times over. Uh, AT&T is spinning off DirecTV into a new company for a mere fraction of the $48.5 billion <laughs> it paid for the satellite TV service, Rick, only back in 2015. DirecTV has lost millions of customers on AT&T's watch, and the value of the new deal is just $16.25 million, including debt service. Here's my question. Is it <clears> – <throat> I, and, I, and I don't know how these numbers play. You'd have to – like, I'll use numbers I can deal with. If I'm the person that wants to take – you're going to spend it to me? Is the price it's at now just so low I feel like I can win on that, on that number? Am I That's getting it at saying, such yeah. a deal – even though I know that the future may not be all that bright, I think is, so. is it such a deal? There's still enough places that don't have access to Wi-Fi that the satellite customer. There are still enough, enough satellite customers yeah. that will always be there for for that selling price. Yes, yeah, because it, they it, say the customer's not going to really be able to tell. There's been that change. Well, because yeah. yeah, AT- I'm just thinking to myself, if it, if AT and T it turned into a well, there's an, I'm trying to think of a kind word. Mm-hmm. Um, not a good investment. <clears throat> Why is it a good investment for me? Is it the price? Well, it's, it, be. it's, it's a better investment yeah. at, at uh, sixteen yeah. than it is at forty-eight. Yeah, and there's a billion. <laughs> and and a there million are too, there are right? places let's say, where let's you say can I'm have all the streaming s- services in the world, but they don't have access to them. <laughs> right. There. I mean. Well, it, he, here's here's the thing too. Um, 
AT&T had a, uh, a wired service. Uh, it's called, uh, what is it? Uverse. Uverse. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it looked like they wanted to add the satellite side of that so they could service everybody who wanted AT&T. Mm-hmm. So they paid top dollar when it was in high demand. Um, then if you, you remember, we read the story where the, one of the head guys had said, we're not putting any more satellites up when these go, that'll be it. Cause we're going to invest in our wired service, which they even were changing from, uh, Uverse and direct TV. They're going to roll it all into another name. I forgot what it was. Some, some new deal. So, but I, you know, it is changing. It's about the streaming, um, and look, you've got uh, you've got Elon Musk out there who's throwing his satellites out to provide internet service in places you can't get it. And I even got a notice. Uh, I had signed up for information on it. Got a email this week saying, "Put your ninety nine dollar deposit down. We're about to be ready to service you with internet." How about so, that? So it's moving forward. Changing world out there, and this this splintering of the of the streaming things too. Uh, and I think some of that will roll back in later, but this is just part of the business cycle. Uh, unfortunately for AT and T, they spent forty eight billion. They bought it. Boy, they bought and it now they're time. having to literally give it away at sixteen billion. That was not a wise investment. Somebody did not look at, at the current mm-hmm. uh, technological movement and get that one right. How right. about in the U.S. and Canada, um, the subscribers to cable or satellite television services has dropped. By 27 million people in just 10 years. Wow. It, it fell by 6 million in, in 2020 alone. You know, and I really, <clears throat> I think that's a shame because uh, they do provide a good service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the people who I have worked with on the ground with them have been extraordinary. The people I have had to talk to on the phone leave a lot to be desired. There seems to be a disconnect in service. <laughs> And I think that has hurt them. AT&T is giant, Rick. And it's like they've got too big in some areas just to take care of people. And that's really what it gets down to is, is the customer service. Because you got too many options now. you got Dish. Yeah, right. you got all kind of cable. you got streaming. you got all this. It, yeah. It's just it's – just, it's like they have tried to cut to meet the bottom line, and they've cut – in a bad place because it, it's it's obvious to people trying to deal with them how bad it is. Again, the people I've dealt with on the ground have been, I mean, they're off the chart. Professional, nice, courteous, know what they're doing, get the job done, if you can ever get to that person. Well, Bubba, I'll tell you what they violated. You remember the Rick and Bubba plan for public education? The classroom first? Yeah. To me, the one place you don't cut is customer service. The person that, that is that is now the voice, or if you're doing it on some sort of Zoom, the face of your company, my first touch needs to be a hoss. I need to feel like on that first touch that this person is concerned about my situation, wants to get it handled, wants me to have a great experience on something I'm not getting for free, by the way. Don't ever lose that. Right. You're paying for it. And what we've done is, by the, the, like Bubba just said, to get to the people that you're talking about that are fantastic, that's the human beings you eventually start dealing with on the ground. The person in some call center somewhere, it's like we cut that to the bone 
But now if I have such a bad experience with that person, now I've got to, I've, I feel bad about your company. So that was not the place to cut. Mm-mm. What you need there, you need, you need people ready to go. Because what about when a company does have that attitude? When you do get someone on the phone in customer service, that is unbelievable. Doesn't it feel great? Oh, yes. Isn't it a wonderful feeling? Yeah. And, uh, and you got to them pretty quick, mm-hmm. and they said, hey, we'll take care of that right now. I had that experience the other day with somebody that was just fantastic. I love when they say this. Oh, this is no big deal. We'll handle this. Um, so, like, I'm, I've had an issue with, um, you know, out in the rural areas, you, you have to look for Internet providers. And I, it's like I can't make this oh, right. person. I can't make this person. I think it's CenturyLink or whatever. I can't make them understand that I need a human being at the house to fix the problem here. It, they, it's like they, it's like they can't deal. It's like they, it's like when you threw water on the witch and she you're melting. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, it's like they're not designed like they're a robot. They're not designed to do this thing. They want to activate it from wherever they are, and they, I can't get them off of it. All right, you should see a green light now, ma'am, ma'am. I'm not going to see that green light because there's a wire issue on the, how this is connected to the house. Between the road and here, there's an issue. A person needs to be in the yard. Do you know what a yard is? <laughs> I know you may have never been in one. You know what I mean? You've probably been stuck in this room here. You know, Someone needs to come to this rural home and stand in the yard and fix the connection here. Then... You can activate it from where you are. Well, you we, know what? We, we'll look for green lights there. Right. What they've done, Rick, is they've cut those guys though. Right. Work. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And to try to get to the bottom line, and you know, there's reasons for that too. But I mean, I've talked to them. They said, "Look, we used to have X number of people in our group. You know, like ten. Now there's two of us trying to cover." Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And when I call now, and they start trying to try, and I know they want to troubleshoot and fix it, but usually I unplug it and I tell them it won't light up. Do you if you reset it won't light up. Okay, you know I just want to get to the bottom it, line. It ain't it ain't lighting up. Should I say that now? So what I'm doing? Tell is, them it won't light up. All right. Just unplug it. You're not lying about it. So what you're saying is they want to fix it from there because they don't. If think- it won't light up, there's no way to troubleshoot it. Okay. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes past the hour, of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. Phone troll time. Lines are available. Harry Murdoch in position. Uh, they're coming in at eight six six. We be big. Let's go. A long distance directly assistance. At the end of thirty seconds, the buzzer sounds. Your time on the program comes to a close. We'll move to the next caller. And you, if you move now, you, you will get in. Let's start with Jerry out of Piedmont, Alabama. Jerry, thirty seconds. Go ahead, buddy. Hey, Jerry, what, I don't know what you're typing in there. Hey, Jer? All Sorry, right. Jerry. Brian in Meridian, Mississippi, listening to us on the buzz. Uh, Brian, go ahead. Yeah, I want to call. I'm calling back to what the previous caller said about the aborted babies. I just want people to know that a sovereign God can use a sinful situation and turn it around to save someone's life. Um, so I wouldn't put... I'm not saying they put God in the box when they think about things like that, but, you know, we can, God lets us benefit off things like that. And that maybe had a purpose and maybe that purpose is being fulfilled. Yeah. You know, that's uh, everyone has to go down that, uh, that road themselves. I would, I would let uh, the Holy spirit be my guide. Uh, I have, I, I, there have been many times in my life I did things uh, that I, uh, clearly I was being convicted of not doing and I didn't pay attention, wish I had. 
And then there's times that I was at perfect peace and thought, okay, I'm in the right thing. Uh, you're right. It's, it's a complicated, very complicated topic, and uh, it, it deserves much prayer and much research. Uh, let's go to uh, Michael out of Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Michael, go ahead. Hey, guys. Um, I'll let you unpack these three things real quick. I'll go ahead and put them out there. It's about the DirecTV Starlink stuff. A, on the DirecTV, I've always wondered, how can they stream video in that but not stream Internet in that? Um, number two, um, I wonder now if some of those people are going to lose their packages that they've had uh, with DirecTV and AT&T. And then number three, I'm a future Starlink user. I signed up. Um, supposed to be available mid-20. Hmm. Uh, I want to hear that Starlink. Yeah. yeah. Number two, they said in the story that the customers shouldn't see any difference in what they currently have. So to that to that package and and all that. Now, who we've, knows? We've I'm just saying. In, what we've been said. in many places when a new owner come in and said nothing's going to change. No, that's right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You, you people are the reason we bought. We this. wouldn't yeah. even bought this place if <laughs> it hadn't been for the job. All y'all do it. <laughs> Which means we're apparently all six weeks later they didn't feel everybody was important as yeah. they did when they bought it. Then right. six weeks later, hey, where's Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and UVerse is different than DirecTV, getting those emails too. Uh, they're owned by AT&T, but mm-hmm. UVerse isn't DirecTV. They're, people are thinking, oh, we're going to be affected. No, I, I didn't say that. No, I, I know you didn't, but we're getting emails on one what is does a, that One mean? is a wired service and one is a wireless service. Right, yeah. But to, owned by the same people. <clears throat> to Miranda in Birmingham, 104.7 WZZK. Miranda, go ahead. Good morning. I just wanted to touch on customer service. Um, my husband had to fly back and forth from Birmingham to California this year um, in 2020, and they were amazing. I mean, I know they held the, the change fees and everything, but they worked with him so well, and they were always so courteous. Who, who was this, the airline? The Delta. Yeah. Well, that's good. See, when you good see it, when you see it. Uh, but you remember it. Look, you're still remembering it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go to James it, in it, Kentucky. It's almost like a pleasant surprise. It is. When it happens. <laughs> James, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Uh, I just wanted to say my boy, when he was four or five years old, had allergies, and I had to give him a shot in the back of both of his arms for a year. That's like 500 shots. And... Then they said, do it again. So that's a thousand shots. Y'all get meat over there. You know, you can order it and it comes in a box. Why can't the vaccine come like that? For uh, my own. Yeah, you've been given it. I've, you've been I've got, to, I don't are, fully understand. Are we at a co-op? We at a co-op? I'm what not sure doing? how it ties to your sons, but I, I, I will go back to this. Are you saying that the vaccine could be sent to your door for self-administration? That's tied to your son. Everybody can learn to give a shot themselves. Good. And you're saying right. that we should use ButcherBox, uh, HelloFresh, those kinds of operations to just get vaccines to your door that you give to yourself. Exactly, Mundo, sir. That's good. Right? Yeah. Uh, that's that's a Friday. I'm all over it. <laughs> James, here's yeah, the thing. Right. Here's the thing. Uh, most of the vaccines have to be kept colder than some of that stuff. Yeah. You d- you don't want to risk that. Uh, most people are not really trained to give themselves a shot. And plus, once you get this, you have to be watched for a period of time. Uh, I, I don't know if we need shots through the mail yet. Uh, maybe that's uh, 
that may be taking the convenience factor. Or Look, va- our vaccines through the mail. Because I think some people yeah. who have to give shots for medical mm-hmm. reasons, their prescription may come to them. Yeah, it may be. But vaccines But most of them have probably been shown how to do it at a doctor oh, yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, look, we're fixing to we're fixing. That's, that's one of our classic words. We're about to start letting people at Walmart give you a shot. Okay, and the only thing next is the oil change place. So uh, it, it's getting easier to get this stuff. Yeah, well, you okay? know, everybody lo- loves things at their front door. Why don't we start a business called We Give Shots, and we just ride around with a vaccine in a cooler, and we just get out and run to your front door, give you a shot, get back in the car. Look, the way things are going with Amazon, Google, I want my vaccine, give it a shot. That may send it to you. <laughs> Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Todd. Uh, Still need in, in to just Florida. be a little careful. <laughs> just so. a little. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, uh, Todd. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, on the direct TV thing, uh, I think part of the issue with the customer thing is like they tell you it's a two-year locked-in deal on a price, and then a, a year after you get into it in the fine print, they're allowed to jack the price up, mm-hmm. and they continue to jack the price up as you are a customer. And I went through the CenturyLink thing too. I want to get rid of my landline. But uh, and just keep my internet. But they wanted to shut. If, if I get rid of that package, I have to be put on a waiting list to get my internet back. Uh, yeah, the um, I understand what you're saying. I would say this: if I was a platform that had lost twenty million subscribers, twenty-seven, yeah, twenty mm-hmm. and six million just in last year, my customer service would go through the roof, and and my my little packages would be so affordable and so clear. Uh, I wouldn't do anything to to put a bad taste in someone's mouth concerning my product. Yeah, because I'm a, I'm dying. Yeah. Well, and too, Rick, they play these games, you know, with the fine print and jacking you around and all that stuff. And I, I really go back. I, I know I sound like I'm on the Elon wag, uh, uh, Elon Musk wagon, not Elon. No, look, He's cracking. If, if, Elon Musk, if Elon Musk, uh, <laughs> if, 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 if he's going to stop abruptly, I hope he puts the brake lights on because we're going to lose but, Bubba's but shoulder he, deep. He made he made the point the other day yeah. that too many of these companies are run by MBAs. They're business no, guys, right. strictly business guys. Yeah. That have no. I mean, they're great at, at nitpicking and finding a penny and everything. But they don't know the core business. They're not an engineer. They're not a hands-on guy. They're not a customer guy. That that you may make it for a quarter, but but then you tank five years later. What good is it? Right. How about build a business and do it right? Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes. Past the hour, the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, all right, so we all know the big tech companies, and we've complained about it. And hey, we need to rein them in. And man, they're running our lives and all that. And, and a lot of that's true. But what what are you going to do about it? Uh, because they make their money off of getting your data and then selling it off to other people. If you'd like for your data to be uh, anonymous. Well, then you need a VPN, and we express, uh, we, we endorse and love expressvpn.com slash Bubba. Uh, go to that URL right now, this virtual private network. Uh, you need it every day for your business, for your, for your home. Uh, and if you go to our URL, you get an extra three months of their service for free on a one-year package. So um, you want to protect your online activity. Uh, when you go to expressvpn.com slash Bubba, they make your online presence, as I said, anonymous by hiding your IP address. Makes the activity more difficult to trace and sell off to advertisers. And they also encrypt one, uh, they encrypt 100% 
of your data to protect you from any eavesdroppers that may be on your network. And the app is simple. It's a, it's a one a one button situation, and I'm ready. So go to expressvpn.com slash Bubba now and get that extra three months for free on a one-year package. The link is also provided to you at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, it's time for a look at your America. These are the days of America Walking together through the promised land Well, we'll tie all this together. Uh, I'm getting a lot of emails, and you see the news stories about uh, the rebranding of Mr. Potato Head. We'll follow this story first and then get to that one. Uh, Senator Rand Paul has uh, grilled uh, the new transgender health and human services nominee, Rachel, and I'm with you, I, I think Levin spells his name differently, so maybe Levine. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is uh, because of the hormone treatments and some of the gender reassignment surgery. And uh, Rand Paul is, um, of course, being called anti-trans. But what he's really trying to do is saying, I'm here representing constituents, and I'd like to know what your deal is and who you are uh, and and what you're Mm going to do. And he's trying to make that clear to her. So here's Rand Paul uh, talking uh, to Rachel Levine. Let it go into the record that the witness refused to answer the question. The question is a very specific one. Should minors be making these momentous decisions? For most of the history of medicine, we wouldn't let you have a cut sewn up in the ER. But you're willing to let a minor take things that prevent their puberty, and you think they get that back? You give a woman testosterone enough that she grows a beard, do you think she's going to go back looking like a woman when you stop the testosterone? You have permanently changed them. Infertility is another problem. None of these drugs have been approved for this. They're all being used off-label. I find it ironic that the left that went nuts over hydroxychloroquine being used possibly for COVID are not alarmed that these hormones are being used off-label. There's no long-term studies. We don't know what happens to them. We do know that there are... Dozens and dozens of people have been through this who, who regret that this happened and a permanent change happened to them. And, you know, if you've ever been around children, 14-year-olds can't make this decision. In the gender dysphoria clinic in England, 10% of the kids are between the ages of 3 and 10. We should be outraged that someone's talking to a 3-year-old about changing their sex. I can't thank, vote for thank, you if you can't make you a so decision. Thank you so much, Senator all. Paul. Senator so, um, so there, there is what he's saying, and we don't. And, and what he was objecting to in, in the bigger part of the interview was he wasn't even really objecting to the trans situation. He's just saying wait until they're old enough to make this decision because you're doing more damage when you do it pre-puberty by giving them these drugs than post-puberty. And he used an example of someone that had had the procedure when they were younger. They're older now, and they're like, I wish I would have known. Of course. I didn't. There's some I'm, more clips to it, and honestly, I, and I've told Rick, them, yeah. I said, I, I don't even think we can play it because they get into such detail about some of this. It'll, right. it'll, it's not suitable for all listeners. Well, so. yeah, you can go research it on your own, but you're right. You know, And Sherry and I, it's funny, we were talking about this because, you know, um, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, they, they're, I think, only biological child. I know they've adopted a number of children. They have raised this female as a male from the time the kid was like a, a toddler, started dressing her as a, as a, as a male, and now it uh, looks like the child is thinking about having the, the full-blown operations and all this. 
did the child have a say in that at all? I mean, was this something that Angelina Jolie, maybe she was uh, afraid that um, a daughter that was produced by the genetics of her and Brad Pitt would be more beautiful than her? Is this some Snow White uh, evil witch story? I mean, what, what did the child ever have a say in this at all, or was this something that, uh, that you know, you know, children can be confused and have questions, and it's kind of our job as adults to try to walk them through it with all the information and, and help them. Um, with that, to me, things like this thing, of, I'm with Rand Paul, where we're letting children go down these roads uh, you know, and, and not la- allow them to, uh, to at least get old enough to make maybe a, a level-headed decision for themselves uh, with drugs that are off-label, and, and we don't know the long-term effects of all this. And what he's trying to say, Bubba and Speedy, which y'all said, if he this with this person being nominated for this role who is transgender, uh, he's trying to vet this person out to say, is this what you think is okay? Is this the way you're going to operate in this position? And what's got everybody so upset is that is that Rachel wouldn't answer the question until after after uh, approved, and then she said, "I'll come to your office and talk to you about it." So I'm not going to answer it now. I'm going to wait. I need to get approved first, and then once I'm in office, well, no. I'll come talk to you. This is the job of – this is what we're well, supposed to do. that's why you have hearings and oversight into, hearings into to- who gets the job to begin with. Now, now, Rick, catch this. Several Democrats chastise Rand Paul for failing to treat her with respect and wasting the committee's time with ideological and harmful misrepresentations. They also said that he uh, – uh, uh, the the LBGT accused him of indulging in disguised anti-trans bigotry. See, this is the problem that we have. Did you hear his question? Yeah. Was his questions not? They were valid. Because she is pushing an agenda of gender reassignment for kids. For kids. Right. And some of this thing that these people that have these kids – you know, claiming they're a different gender than than uh, they they are biologically when they're children is just I think it's child abuse. It's bizarro. And now Hasbro is going to rebrand Mister and I and Bubba brought this up and he's right. There was a Mister and Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah, they had a Mrs. Yeah, too. Yeah, they had a Mrs. too, and they were potatoes. So uh, there was nothing anatomically. Um, involved in these potatoes you simply for mrs potato put on a female looking face and on the male you put a hat and a mustache and on the female mrs potato head you had things there that made her look like a woman but oh no we now have to we now have to say that that it's we're not going to be mr potato head or mrs potato head i want you all to know this is a plastic potato <laughs> that you stick it's not eyes. Even, it's in. not even a real potato. <laughs> it's a plastic potato, and now we're worried that that we may be anti-trans, or to, or we may be too gender um, specific specific <laughs> with a potato that we now will call it potato head. Rick, this is very confusing because <sighs> if you read this, they say they're going to call. The, you know, the, the headline on the packaging now says Potato Head. But they still have Mrs. Potato Head yep. and Mr. Potato Head. Yes. But Options. they're just called Potato Head. Yeah. Well, that, that'll, does that, that, you know what that is? That, the, <laughs> see, and I heard someone talking about this, and I won't get specific about this. You see what we're worried with well, today? But here's what's happened. 
We've had it too good for too long, folks. Mm-hmm. What's happening in our mob mentality of this country is we're weaponizing people. The LGBTQ has been weaponized. We'll get you with them if you don't get in line. Uh, you know, uh, minorities are being weaponized to come after you. Uh, you know, it's 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 just it is the weirdest, most outlet. How did anybody ever allow a conference room to engage in a conversation about a toy potato? Ever that by the way, don't miss all it is is various options. You could take a Mister Potato Head, the actual potato, and go get the parts that go with Mrs. Potato Head and put it on either one of the potatoes you want to. You could take the potato and make it uh, – you could put his hat on her head if you wanted to. You could take his mustache and put it on the Mrs. Potato Head eyes. What, what, what in the world? I would just say, you know, it's a potato – it's a plastic potato. Mr. and Mrs. is just kind of a – you know, but there's parts like – really, in my opinion, the potato head <laughs> – was the first opportunity to transgender somebody that's ever been in toy history. Right. You could do anything you wanted to. You could to. take that potato and make it a half, a hybrid, a, a mostly. You could do whatever you wanted to do with it. Rick, and that, hey, but that's not good enough. No. Did you know that the original Mr. Potato Head was conceived in the 1940s by a Brooklyn-born inventor who initially had only planned to market the pushpin face pieces and body parts? Consumers would provide their own vegetable for you to jab the eyes, nose, and face into. Good gracious. In other words, you had to have your own potato. He sold the idea to a cereal company who I think was going to use it as a prize in their cereal. Now, I want you to remember this again. Do not lose this. Listen to this terrifying statement. We're talking about children here. We're not talking about adults. Culture has evolved. Kids want to be able to represent their own experiences. The way the brand currently exists with the Mr. and Mrs. was limiting when it comes to both gender identity and, remember this from Black Lives Matter on their website, family structure. Wow. Wow. That's scary. Satan is laughing with delight. Break down the family structure. Break down God's original intent. Just break it down, break it down, break it down, break it down. And, and present a world of, that is made up of chaos. And in chaos, that is where the dark side thrives. He's bringing down the most powerful company the world has ever seen without firing a shot and doing it under the name of fairness. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top, Rick and Bubba show. So remember, we didn't do the story yesterday. We had it, but we just never got to it. Uh, but you know, the 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 left, they're going after the um, the equality clause, uh, and um, if they get their way, uh, what you're going to to see is that the LGBTQ uh, world will be added in to the things you cannot discriminate against um, in the um, the Equal Rights Act uh, 1963 was that it four yeah somewhere in there uh, and they're going they're trying to get LGBTQ infused in that if that is successful that 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 is going to be 
Um, it, it'll be a new. I tell you, the the old, the old American church is going to have their hands full because we when we talked about this, you know how scripture would be deemed hate speech and unconstitutional, and it, the church is going to be sitting there saying we do not acknowledge this as an equal right, and we do not acknowledge that we can be made to condone and embrace uh, something that is against God's standard. But it's coming. Yeah, I think this bill is probably the most dangerous thing we've had to our freedom of religion we've ever had. Yep. And it's coming in under a veiled cover of fairness. So just just watch for that. And I know as far as mob mentality, we're kind of already there. Right. But it's one thing to have people angry and you say, look, man, I'm sorry. Uh, we don't we don't hate you. We just love God's standard. But when it gets to where someone says, that's against the law. Right. Now that's going to be a federal, whole federal. different game. Yeah. And it's going to break our hearts how many church there's a lot of churches that are already crumbling to this just just in the mob world, uh, but when it comes to it, this is that discrimination that you know that you saw in in the book of Acts where they had to say to the ruling authorities Look, do to us whatever you have to we're not we're not denouncing Christ not going to happen right uh, and we're not going to act like this crippled man was healed some other way uh, so to the phones we go uh, let's start with. <laughs> <laughs> But Gary in Alabama, Gary, go ahead. Hey, hey, Rick, this is Gary. I, I mean, I mean, I mean, we can't even have a gender. <laughs> That's pretty good. You know what? That mm-hmm. wasn't your, bad. Your phone was bad enough; it kind of sounded yeah, like that was yeah. pretty close. Yeah. Uh, Christine in Minnesota. Hey, Christine, welcome to the program. Go right ahead. Hi. Good morning. Hey, Christine. Um, I'm I'm just wondering, if, and this is so angering to me with the kids. Um, being allowed to make these decisions at such young age. Um, are there not child advocates? I mean, this is child abuse, so are there not people that will stand up just like they would if, if parents were abusing their kids, which is basically what's going on? Well, be careful, though, because if you just, if you say this is the wrong thing to do, you, well, then you, you're going to have to face the mob of how dare you. Yeah, you got a lot of phobias you're dealing yeah, with. And that, and you're yeah, going to be you're doing, eat up with yeah. them. I mean, they they believe that you know a child, you know, like uh, Adler and, and we were all talking in the break. You know, our children. You know, if you if you didn't move them away from you know a a potted plant, they would eat the dirt out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that we now have them deciding. Uh, you know, we're we're not helping them at all. We're just going to let them to be whatever they think they should be based on a culture that is that is going to rain. Let's just throw them out to the culture and just let them figure it out. Yeah, that's. Uh, and why not like, let Why not let them drive? And like you said, I mean, I could take a child. And uh, and convince that child to do all kinds of things that that are not beneficial to the child, but the child doesn't know any better. Yeah. Uh, to your point, Christine. So I I, I don't know. It's um uh, it's it's a weird yeah, weird. I, it's the a lot of the the medical community is just rolling over on this issue, uh, which is strange to me. Now this is coming from the Hasbro uh, Twitter account. Uh, it's got the little blue check mark and all this kind of stuff and it looks like they've just they've, they've put this out here where i don't know if they've changed their mind or if they're trying to no see what read. it is at the top both packages say potato head mm-hmm. and then they're still as i mentioned they're still keeping Ms. mrs and mr so the individual, but it's down on the on the bottom of the right package. right gotcha so the the individual toys <clears throat> are going to still be mr and mrs but the packaging is going to say potato head Something to that. What effect. they're saying is, is right? inside this package, you may find things that you put on one potato that makes it look like a man, and this other box, you may find things that you put on a potato. It looks like a woman, 
biologically and the way we operate, mm-hmm. but we will not determine what it is. We just want you to know it's nothing but a potato head. But what's inside the box is not going to change. We just, we're just we not going to declare Mr. and Mrs. That's up to you. Can you believe it? God, I, I've, you, know, you know one of the things, and, and Sherry pointed this out to me, and I had never caught it before, but but in in you know in, in the Revelation, I think chapter twenty one, when you know we see the good news, we see the you know I'm making all things new, wipe away every tear, you know death shall be no more. But then but then John goes on to say the list of people who will not inherit the kingdom of heaven, right. the people that hey I'm against. Right. Do you know what the number one one is? The cowardly. The cowardly. And um, so, what? What? Why would you? Why would John be shown in the Revelation? What? Did, what, what do you mean, cowardly? Well, that would that I, it would have to mean those that were too too big a coward to stand and defend me. Uh, because it couldn't just be about you know somebody who had maybe legitimate fear over stuff like this. If you're a coward, uh, it means that you didn't stand up for for what was right. Right. And you know when Jesus said, "Those of you that keep trying to cling to your life will lose it, and those of you that are willing to lose it, you'll actually save it." Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is the kind of stuff that's that's eventually going to arrive, and you better start deciding where you're going to be: afraid of the world or afraid of God, because these things are coming, and they're I man. You know, like one time you you ever get on a roller coaster and it starts out kind of slow, and then, buddy, once you come down that hill. Game on. Yeah, I mean, it, Game on. And see, we, we've come across the top of the hill, and, buddy, we, we, are, we are wide <laughs> open right now. And, uh, but it, it can be a good time. It, it, not, I mean, I'm not talking about easy, but it can still right. be beneficial because um, there'll be a lot of opportunities to make a stand coming. I promise you that. Uh, top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show for some of you coming up. Others, you may say, well, well, my time, my time's up. Maybe because of your schedule or how you get the show. If you'd like to find out how to get it all on your own time, just go to Rick and Bubba, spell out the word and.com. Uh, all those options are there and available for you. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. 
It is seven minutes past the hour. The Rick and Bubba show. Are y'all ready? 27 years. We're still here, baby. Born to be wild. All right, so seven and a half minutes past. Greg not here today. He'll be back uh, hopefully Monday. Uh, Mom having a medical procedure today, and he's helping out uh, with Dad and my sister and the gang, and uh, I'm holding down the fort here as we all fan out to cover all responsibilities. Uh, Read Across America coming up Tuesday. Uh, teachers, do you have your, your class registered and ready to go? You can do that at upcoming events there at rickandbubba.com. Speaking of upcoming events, uh, tonight uh, we'll be in uh, Columbus, Mississippi. I wonder if Thurlow's going to roll over from 96.1. Men of Valor event. Uh, they'll be plugging men into small groups, too, using the curriculum uh, from themanchurch.com. Uh, being, uh, be there tonight. Look forward to seeing all of you uh, that are attending. It is free, but they do need to know that you're coming. So that's Fairview Baptist Church. If you need to contact them or just fill out the information, we'll be rolling over uh, this afternoon. Looking forward to being there tonight. Tomorrow night, uh, Becoming a Man of God at the Renaissance Hotel and Convention Center, downtown Montgomery, Alabama, the land of I-92 WLWI. Eastern Hills Baptist Church is uh, hosting that at the convention center. They've got kind of an expo type setup. There's a lot of cool things you can see. Uh, have a lot of fun uh, for the men. Bluegrass music, and then I'll be delivering a message there uh, tomorrow night. And we'll have all the manchurch.com resources available for you there as well. So if you'd like to get a ticket to that event, because that one is ticketed and it does require a ticket, uh, if you have your son with you, if he's 12 and under, he's free, but you need to get a ticket. And those are available at our link at rickandbubba.com under events, or you can get them as you come through the convention center tomorrow night at the actual gathering. All right, so Bubba, um, saw this. We, we were talking, and this, I don't even know if I should. I, can you uh, pontificate enough on this without Greg being here, the, being here, these Texas people that have the, the big-time power bills right. because of deregulation? Mm-hmm. Uh, I know you and Greg talk about it, and the rest of us feel like we're on the outside looking in. Hmm. Uh, but we now have a Texas woman whose electric bill soared over nine thousand files. No, there's I mean, been... nine thousand dollars files yeah. a class action lawsuit. Mm-hmm. She wants one billion from Gritty. Is that one of these deregulated? We provide electric the... retailer. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. Texas is is a little bit different than our part of the world. They have their own grid. They have. Uh, their own uh, basically wholesale electricity. And what it is, uh, it will save you money during normal times when there's competition. But when the price goes up, demand goes up for the kilowatts that are in the line, in the grid, they go to the highest bidder. And what happens is when you have a, a disaster like Texas has had, the price of electricity goes it's guess what, Rick? It's unregulated, so Correct. it goes down naturally, and it goes up naturally based on demand, and it can go through the roof. Uh, like you said, you had this one lady here who said uh, she faced a nine thousand five hundred and forty-six dollar electric bill uh, as a result in the massive spike in wholesale electric prices in Texas. Um, now they they say that the service allows customers to pay variable rates on their electricity being charged that what wholesale customers would be charged are exactly the price we buy electricity at the company says on its website instead of a fixed price so this is it's really part of a big more complicated scale 
Other states have looked at it, and I know in our our area that there was talk of it one time, but we've been very fortunate. We have such uh, affordable affordable rates. Uh, when they even looked at this, it didn't make sense. So Texas is under a little bit different deal. Uh, you know, they have a lot of demand in the summer. And, you know, all of this will be looked at because of this disaster. And I think really when you get down to it, this disaster, and everybody's going to be pointing fingers and, you know, people trying to get political high ground. The, the real question is, why didn't we have enough electricity for this event? Now, granted. That event doesn't happen often in Texas. It was historic. Right. But you want the system to have enough backup in it or enough ability to cover even this that would happen, and it wasn't ready. They were not winterized. So you'll see a full investigation into this, and they'll, uh, they'll diagnose it ad nauseum and come up with a fix before it's all over. But um, if you've been getting cheap electricity because you buy wholesale electricity, that's great. But guess what? When the price goes up, they will have to come up with some way to cap it. That's the only way they're ever going to be able to do it. Because you you can't go from getting cheap rates to paying $9,000 during a cold snap. Or just any rate. I mean, (laughs) cheap or not, you can't budget for $400 but if you you cap it, see, you're you're regulating it again. I know. That's what I was just about to say. uh, Y'all do know what the word deregulation means, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Uh, The fact is we like competition to drive down the rates, but we want some regulation to keep it from going off the scale. Does that make sense? Yeah, they said some of the – Folks uh, went from uh, $50 per megawatt hour to 9000 per megawatt hour. And, um, and what, what the class action lawsuit is, is hoping to accomplish, one of the attorneys says, is to they think this is the only way to get Greedy's customers to come together to fight this and demand that this kind of predatory, as they call it, pricing uh, could, could well, be stopped. That's but, lawyer talk. But I have to go back to the lawyer again. And I'm not saying this is okay because nobody can foresee these weather patterns that happen every 100 years. And just like we don't have a lot of infrastructure for clearing roads where we live because it's not cost effective. We got some yeah, from yeah. some of the storms that we've had. I, I talked to not, a DOT guy. He said we have two snow plows for the whole state <laughs> for of the Alabama. Entire state. For the whole state. But you know what? You people, may never see one in your life. Hmm. But yeah. you know why? It doesn't make any sense to invest taxpayer dollars in something that rarely ever is needed. Right. And so in Texas, they thought that. So something unprecedented happened. But I think they're kind of, and I'm not saying it's, I think you need to negotiate and try to help these people out. I have no problem with that. But it sounds like what he wants is for an unregulated wholesale power retailer to be regulated. Well, it, it is. And right. I think the question, a, a better, fair way of saying it is maybe we need caps on it. Because l- let's just say right. let's just say you live in Texas, you've never seen snow in your life, okay, and your power bill runs, uh, I, I'm just going to use a round figure, $300 a month, okay? It should run $300 a month. But because you're on... The wholesale, maybe it has run $200 a month for years and years and years, and you save money. Well, guess what? When we have a historic once-in-a-lifetime freeze that shuts down power-generating facilities, my bill now went to $9,000. Yeah. So you got the benefit. Now it's time to pay the piper. You don't like it. I don't like it. I couldn't pay it. I know most people couldn't. But there has to be a happy medium to it. You you can have free enterprise with 
bumpers on it, okay, so you don't put the ball in the gutter, right. <laughs> which is what this is, and still have a lot of room to work with in the lane. You know what I'm right. saying? Well, if, so you're, if there, you're, there's a happy medium there, they haven't exactly got to you. Well, I think Gritty has every right, though, to come back and say, now you realize that since you, you've done unregulated power, we're not going to sell you what happened during the storm for the $200 a month you've been paying. That's not reasonable. Well, uh, they, now, they now, had to buy it from right, somebody. Yeah, okay. see, and, and, so what we're going to do now is say that was unprecedented and we'll help you with this bill and we'll reduce it. But if you want to go unregulated, you know, it's kind of like you saying, I'll take a flexible interest rate over a fixed one. Right. Well, you know, you it's may have – It's good when it's low. It's good when it's low. When it goes up, it's <laughs> right. bad. But here's the thing, too. These uh, the, the power companies that, that get it to you, see, you, you don't have a choice at your house. You can't go out and pick another line to be hooked that's to your right. house. That's right. You're, so that's why the government's involved with it at all. Yeah. And, you know, there, there's a happy medium there that can make it all work. Plus, you got to have your windmill so they won't freeze up. There we go again. <laughs> your phone calls are next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Show. 21 minutes past the hour. Your phones uh, are ringing. And here they are, all coming in at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Hey! Brett is in Brownsboro. Hey, Brett. Welcome Brett. to Rick and Bubba. How you doing, buddy? What's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? We're good, Brett. Hope you're okay, buddy. Uh, watching it rain. There you go. Uh, listen, I got... I got two uh, agendas. One is uh, I wanted y'all's take on this uh, gender issue going on, especially with this potato head, because, you know, back then when you lose parts, you put the male on the female, whatever you had. And another thing, y'all got me in trouble. How? How'd we get you in trouble? I sit out here, I, I sit out here on the front porch because I, I don't smoke inside the house, and I come out here to smoke, and I listen to y'all's show, even the kickoff show show with Speedy and Houndsy and Greg, and I listened, it, I listened to y'all all the way up to the end of the show at 10 o'clock, and I've got stuff that I need to do inside the house for my wife, and I keep putting it off and making excuses, so I got in trouble for that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and we're causing it because you can't you can't leave the show, <laughs> right? Because see, it's like it's like people used to watch them stories, one life to live, and all that. Yeah. You know, they had yeah. to watch them. So I'm like that with the radio, right? Yeah, yeah. I understand. I uh, well, I, yeah, here's what I suggest, and yeah. here's the beautiful thing about the radio. And I do this when I'm in the the shop or working on stuff. You can play the radio in the background, still do stuff, and listen and stay up to date with what's going on with it. So I would do those things you can do while you're listening to the show and then roll all of your break time during the day into the morning show. Yeah, you go. And then you got to work straight through the rest of the day. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But ha- do it with the radio on. But it sounds like is the wife doesn't get, like, I was doesn't gonna like the show. Or, yeah. yeah or, Don't be playing that in here. Yeah, because uh, like I'm with you. Couldn't he go in there and do what she needs him to do and then it still be on? I guess I guess she may be anti. Some people don't like the show. I know well, it shocks me. here's the thing. I think if you leave it on. There is a certain osmosis effect that can happen. Oh, yeah, I agree. So just kind of get, get around it. Asa out of Alabama. Asa, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about you? Hey, Rick. Uh, I got a question about this Equality Act, okay? 
if you sit there and look at it, and the left are worried about discrimination against uh, LGBTQ, XYZ, if this goes into effect, what keeps them from doing the same thing to, to Christians? I mean, you know, they say we're not treating them right, but then they're going to turn around and not treat us right. Well, keep in mind, that goes back to according which side of the fence it's coming from. Because from, we talked about all these training things, and I, I talked about this the other day when it comes to ethnicity. Help me with this, Bubba. Just walk me through this. If I have put together a program or I, I, I made a declaration, okay, that if your skin falls into the category of Caucasian, you, 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 you're whitey, okay, if you're part of, of, of that ethnicity, then you are inherently racist. Isn't that in and of itself racist? Yes, by definition it is. To declare that because of someone's skin color, there's, an, there's a characteristic and there's certain attributes that are forced on that person, how is that any different than the racist who used to say if you're a certain skin color, you lack intelligence? If you're a certain skin color, there's certain certain limitations to you. So that is racism, which I agree, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's it's evil. Mm-hmm. But if you say, well, now on the other hand, in order to make white people less racist, mm-hmm. we have to make a racist statement that their race, in and of itself, just the color of their skin. When, if you're born white, you're born a racist, right? Yeah, isn't that yeah. in and of itself racist? The, yes, it is. Yes, it is for sure. Okay, so I'm just trying. So, in the same thing you're saying, we're saying. Remember, Bubba and I have 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 we've been real clear on this, and I know everybody listens going and, going to and from. Remember, to the current day progressive, you're uh, allowed to be anything you want to be unless it's in conflict with what they want to be. So you, they don't really believe a Christian should be able to walk out their spiritual convictions purely biblically. They don't believe that, but they believe people who oppose Christians should walk their life out completely to every detail they adhere to or deem truth. All right. So they don't play by the same rules. No. Because really, well, if, if, if Rick, the world is going to— they're not worried gonna... about playing by the rules. They're worried about winning their side's battle. Mm-hmm. That's all. Right. But it's it's under the cover of fairness, and they'll even <laughs> go into religion convictions and pick and choose winners and losers there. Yep. yep. Certain religions are able to do whatever they want, and and can't be discriminated against, but not Christians. All right. But but, but y'all, this is right out of scripture. Mm-hmm. All they're yeah. doing is fulfilling what Christians have been taught to to, yeah. to know if they just read the scripture. They're mm-hmm. fulfilling the the very things that they deny. Right. It's real talk, Rick. Uh, yeah, it is. Let's go to. Um, uh, donut out of Rome, Georgia. Donut. All right, donut. What about? It? Let's go. Hey, how's it going? Good. That's actually my CB handle. I'm driving a truck right now. Yeah, come on back to me, donut. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, four. You see? <laughs> anyway, donut. I think I've heard you on 19 before. <laughs> donut, donut. I needed you yesterday. You didn't tell me there was a bear out there. <laughs> There's about four or five out there. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you had me going I, southbound, blonde. <laughs> <laughs> right, go you needed your front door. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I had this friend of mine back today, and uh, he was sick. And I went over to his house after he, you know, got better or whatever. And he was talking about, you know, what he had, stuff like that. So, I would it be a controversy if I said his name was Bud? 
Oh, there you go again. Let's just try. I'll just go with Bud. Okay. But anyway, say his name's Bud, and his uh, let's say his veterinarian is uh, Gary. So he he tells me, yeah, I was sick, so I uh, had to go get checked out. And I said, yeah. I said, well, what you you know? I asked him all about it. He said, yeah. He said, Doc Gary said that I had this, and I said, come back with that. And he said, Doc Gary. And I said, the veterinarian. He said, yeah. He said, when I get sick, I go to the veterinarian to get checked out. And he, you know, tells me what's wrong with me, writes my prescription, and sends it to the uh, drugstore. And I go get my medicine. Y'all ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of that, Bo? Rick, uh, apparently now a lot of people are doing that. Now, what was his friend's name? Uh, Bud? Bud. Mm -hmm. Does Bud have long, floppy ears? (laughs) Uh, Well, I mean, I guess he's kind of known to be a jackass, I guess. (laughs) Hey, don't know what rig you're running in there. What now? What CB you're running? I'm running a Cobra 29, but it's uh, hopped up. Oh, it's hopped hopped up. up, You got your foot warmer in there, too? (laughs) No, I ain't got that. Just barefoot, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's just naked. <laughs> it's naked. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Everybody, this is Keith Evans, and you're listening to Rick and Bubba. It's 35 minutes past the hour. Thank you, Keith. As uh, we make our way back, have you gone to rickandbubba.com today and clicked the store? Hats, hats like the one I'm holding right now, and this one is a hoss, uh, have all been uh, reduced. We've got a clearance sale going on as we get ready for our new items that will be coming out uh, this spring and over the summer. So we're clearing out some classics. And, buddy, you can get some deals right now at rickandbubba.com by clicking on the store. Uh, so go uh, go there and grab them uh, and save yourself some money and have some really cool Rick and Bubba swag. Uh, and get ready for the new stuff that will be coming out. So, uh, all right, so I've was I haven't, I've got an email, and, and Ham sent it to me too. You know, I did get a chance to head down to the farm yesterday. So people are emailing, can you give us a, an update on the, the attack of, of this wild beaver? There that um, uh, the 13 years that we've been there, never have we been attacked uh, by a beaver in in the pond because the pond is in a hayfield uh, and there aren't many trees around it. But but we had just done a deal where we cleaned out all these wild willows that'll just yeah. suck all the water out of your pond, and they they get to where you can't even throw a, a line over them because they take they take they over they take over your your um. What's the word? Your bank. Sh- bank. Mm-hmm. I gotta come up with bank. <laughs> but anyway, you know, I almost said shore, like I'm like I'm like right. I'm at the Gulf of Mexico. Uh, but anyway, so uh, the bank. So we cleared all that out, which mean meant what? Even less trees. So and uh, and clear and open and and these are young trees. A lot of them. A couple of. Hey, I'm glad though he got on him sweet gums. I don't like him sweet gum. Anyway, we've had some that sweet gums that have been undoubtedly sweet gums for some people. Are they scourge of all the earth? Uh, but they were they they were there, you know, naturally or however long it had been there. I don't know. But anyway, so the beaver the sweet gums are the ones that do the little spiky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got one of those in my house. It is. Hey, I, I can't stand I, them sweet yeah, gums. I, don't like, I, don't I, like I saw where they were voted the worst shade tree to have in your yard. But 
they actually grow pretty good, and they're they're hard to kill a lot of times. I, at least I've never had any luck. Yeah. Well, the, well, the beaver went after two sweet gums. So we'll now, we used to throw them things when yeah. we were little, too. We'll see if those survive or not. I, I did fish underneath the sweet gum yesterday and did quite well. well I was going to say. Uh, but anyway, Don't remove too much stuff around there. Yeah, so anyway, so we um, I, I've been dealing with that, but I started thinking yesterday, there's a couple things going on at the farm. First of all, it looks like the beaver has stopped. Uh, we did put wire around the trees, and that seems to have foiled the beaver. But also, I noticed he's just never come back to the sweet gums either that were left exposed. So that doesn't, I don't know what happened. And I'm starting to think now, I know a beaver, I don't know the size of this beaver. I've never laid eyes upon the beaver. Uh, so I'm, I don't know, would he be too big? Or have do, you tried to catch it in the daytime uh, so you can see it better? No. I have not, um, but I have never seen it. Yesterday, I saw something in the pond I thought might be it, and I, and I was ready to take action, but it turned out not to be. But I do have bald eagles that have taken up residence. I've told you about this. At, at the, they love the, – they're living there, yeah. okay? And I see at least one bald eagle every time I go down there. What kind uh, of tree are they landing in? I don't know what it's called, Bob. I know it's a big. Is it a dead tree? No, it's a living tree. A lot of times they like dead ones because there's not branches. Right, they can get up there. It's like a platform. There are some dead ones they get on, but now, right now, since the leaves are gone, all of them, I guess they're more. They don't have as much. They have a more open range now. Yeah, because they the 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 leaves get in the way of their you know take off and landing. So we know that the eagles have been eating fish out of the pond. Sure, that's what they do. So is it possible that the eagles did they take out the beaver? Did, did, did the beaver come out there one day and one of the eagles come in and say maybe it wasn't a huge beaver? Uh, I, I, I don't know, but he's he, he or she is, is not showing up anymore, thank goodness. I don't know if eagles eat beaver. I didn't either. I have no idea. Uh, I don't know if that's something that they will or won't do or attack if they see one small enough that they can get up off the ground with it. You know, most beavers are pretty big, though. I mean, so it, it'd be – tough to do i don't know what happened to it that seems like it would might be a little heavy for them yeah. to pick. i up. agree and i'm just simply saying that i haven't seen it since right. we put the wire up and it may just said the wire is an issue these two sweet gums we're done with them we don't desire them anymore right, right. i don't see any way to make the hut and, and maybe they <laughs> maybe they've moved on but anyway i started thinking to myself you know how you you know up you got you got Look a, right there rick so you don't see that every day you don't see that every day how in the world did we find that <laughs> but anyway um so <laughs> I'm shocked that that image was readily available. Right, right. Who would have thought? But anyway. There's actually a lot out there on eagles versus beavers, believe it or not. Well, how about you, that? When you Google it. I would have never thought that. Yeah. I'd uh, like to hear more about that. I know. Yeah. So if you get, by the way, if you get some live shot of, of one being lifted in the air, I'd like to know. What is it under hands? What's the name of it? I just did eagle versus beaver. You can believe stuff comes up, but. How about yeah. that? I can imagine. Yeah. How about that? But anyway, so. Hmm. I started thinking as I was fishing a little bit yesterday, and and you know you have to manage. A, look, look at that one sitting on a beaver dam. Yeah, you you know you have well, to. Hey, if he's knocking, don't answer the door. Do not. If a raptor is out, is knocking on the door, let it let it rest. But hmm. I was, um, I started thinking to myself, I'm trying to cut a deal with the eagles because I I, I mean <laughs> they're majestic and they're they're our national symbol, and I love an eagle. But I want to be able to fish in the pond and the eagle not do too much damage. Now, I know if you get otters, your pond is over, which I, I'm thankful that I've never faced the, the war against the otter. You know, the otter will, will take a, a farm pond and empty it of no fish. Yeah. So eagles, I don't think, do as much damage. But, you know, you start managing your pond, meaning what? You need a fish fry. 
But there comes a time where you're managing. You go, all right, right now, anything you know shorter than 13 inches, toss it. Got to go. You got you got to get because if not, you're just going to have a pond full of bass about this size. Right. The big ones are not going to grow. Yeah. You get you're overpopulated. Yeah. So I started thinking, and I tried this yesterday, and I don't know how it went over. It was just I just tried it. So I caught a bass that needed to be discarded. Oh, okay. Correct. And the eagle was sitting up, you know, in in one of his perches, and I just kind of started showing it to him, you know, like, hey man, this is how about what, this? This is what I need you to get. Want a snack? Yeah. yeah. What what if I toss this over on the bank? Yeah. Would you, you would you, you would you come get it? Did you toss it over on the field so he could see it? Yeah. I let it flop around because I thought they liked that. And what do you, what do you do? He just he just, he was up in the top of the tree. You know how you can see that eagle head kind of mm-hmm. look, man. Now he, yeah. now he now he keeps his distance from me or she. I don't right, know if it's a male right. or female. Very wise so. Yeah. yeah. And it may be neutral. But he but I noticed one of them. They'll send. There's three of them that we've seen together. The, yeah. the most I've ever seen together is three. But there's one that comes over and if it sees me show up, it comes out and says, "Hey, we're still here," you know, with this giant span, and it'll go over to a tree right over by the fire pit. And he'll sit there, or she, and look at me like, you know we're here. And I'm like, I know you're here, and I think you're awesome. I'd like to talk he to you He may about- be telling you to get off his pond. I think yeah. you are correct. <laughs> and so I'm trying to tell him it's not really his. <laughs> right, right. You know what I mean? I'm saying, like, you don't have plausible. Did, th- did you try to show him the mortgage paper? I said, you don't have plausible thumbs. You couldn't have made this fire pit. Right. Uh, you- look, if he'll pitch in half on the mortgage, we'll talk. Right. And what I'm trying to say is you can have fit do these fish. And I think probably he does, or she does, or they do, because they wouldn't want to grab a fish that's too big because it's a handle to get up off the ground with it. And uh, and I know that you know, and I know that they, unlike the buzzards, don't like they want to eat a dead fish. I don't think. So I, I was trying to see if I could cut a deal that when I show up and I start fishing instead of me having to clean all these fish, or maybe I don't really feel like doing you know putting fish up, but I do need to take some out. Could we cut a deal that I catch one, and if it's a smaller one, I toss it, you get it, and now they see me coming. They go, here comes Rick. Well, and do you think there was, there was some reasoning there, too, with the eagle going, why is this man mm-hmm. throwing fish on the – like, why is – what did he do that for? Or how did I get one of those rattle traps? You mean you think he yeah. was thinking that? Well, I like, thought at first he The thought, way he did that was much easier than the way I have to do it. Bingo. I think I almost caught the eagle look at me one time. You know how we look at them? Wow, what a, what a dive. Yeah. Wow, look at those deadly talents. Yeah. I kind of caught that eagle looking at me going, now what's this thing he has there? Yeah. Oh, he throws it out in there. Yeah. Oh, well, he's re- what? how is he pulling that fish in? You know, like he's exactly. studying me now. Exactly. Because, you know, they have eagle vision. Eagle so they can, eye, see, they can see very good. But he did not respond to my attempt to. I don't know, Rick. Well, I think day if one, you, I day think one if, you just try it. I think you would like fishing better if you could take a giant dive off of a tree. <laughs> And go swooping down over the pond and just pick one out of the water. You're I right. think you would like that. That's good. You know you're right. By the way, I tried to uh, I tried to search beavers versus eagles, and I got a basketball game. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> you're slaying me. But but let's go back to this again. So now you just said another point, Bubba. It's all perspective, isn't it? In my mind, I would say to the eagle, you know, if he was able to communicate with me and speak English, right? If I were to say to the eagle hey, wow, what is it like to dive bomb a fish and take it out of the water? I bet that's a thrill. And then he would say to me, tell me about how you do it. And I would be able to say, he might say to me, there's no greater feeling, human person, Mm -hmm. than than the wind beneath my wings. You know, Bette Medler wrote a song about it. Mm -hmm. And I say, yep. And he'd say, and when I come down with my deadly talons and I, I feel it touching the crisp water and I feel my talons going to the back 
of the spine of the fish. He might not know the word spine, but wow. and I, and I very br- graphic, and, right? and I bring it up out of the water, and it flops. That feeling of it trying to live in my talons is quite exhilarating. And then I would say, "Listen, when I'm pulling, this sounds is a, like a serial killer." And I would show him. I say, "Look, see, this looks like a fake fish. Do you see this? It looks like a little yeah. f- fish. It looks like bait fish." Yes, yes, it does. Yes, and it I would does. say when I pull it through the water and it rattles and makes a noise, I said you would love the feeling of when a fish hits it and then the hook drives into the oh, fish and you feel, like you feel the fish moving on the rod. That too is exhilarating. Is that kind of how we would communicate? Yeah, I think so. Because the way he fishes, he would say, "Yeah, there's a thrill to it," and I would say, "Well, the way I fish, there is as well." But but I, how about this? You don't have to give me any fish, but I'll give you some. And we'll cut a deal. You just eat what I throw over there and kind of stay out of it. But it didn't. The first, you know, anytime you win yourself over if, to an I, animal, day one is a is an awkward day. Well, I don't, I don't, I don't trust you. I don't know that Eagles want to negotiate. I think they want to win all out and, yeah. and will do whatever they have to do to win. Wow. Now, that wasn't an eagle, was it? What was that? It was some kind of fishing bird. With he buddy. went all the way to the bottom of the water. He's got his act that. together. I ain't never <laughs> seen him do that. We'll take your phone calls. We'll go phone trolling. It will be rough cut because we run out of time this hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Uh, eight minutes to the top. All right, now we're going to rough cut troll to wrap it up. Um, looking forward to seeing all of you in Columbus, Mississippi tonight, Montgomery, Alabama tomorrow night. And uh, we'll get back, Lord willing, on Monday for another edition. If we're wrapping up our time. Now, rough cut means bubble what? No timeout. No timeout. No timeout. So we're going to start with Chris in Pensacola. Count. Chris, it's 30 seconds and it is rough cut. Go right ahead. Great, guys. How's it going? We're good, buddy. Fire up and go. Uh, guys, I told Helms when he took my phone call that we're getting into this cancel culture now. They're trying to take master bedroom out in the state of Texas because it promotes slavery. You're making, the word master. No, I, yeah, I heard that. That, can't I be heard true. that. that I, cannot be I, true. I saw it on a news story. Mm. What were they replacing it with? Do you remember? I think it was primary. Yeah, something like that. Mm. Have we lost our mind? Do we have no real problems? You can't say owner. can't say master. Jeff in Huntsville. Jeff, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Yeah, Greg, I got, I got a different problem. I would, went down to my, uh, on my place, my branch the other day, looking around. They turned around and walked back off, and I had four fruit trees that I supposed to get some apples off of this year, and they were gone. That All quick? I had was about a foot high stump. That, that quick? It happened been, that quick? They've been, they been there three years. I was supposed to get apples this year, and I, my beavers got them. Good gracious! You can't I even. Them uh, you can't even have an apple tree. Get ready. Can't have you. can't have nothing. Uh, Big head Chuck. Uh, are the beavers on attack? I warned y'all about all this. Mm. Big head Chuck's got a confession. Go. Okay, I've been Big Head Chuck for twenty six years. Do y'all realize that? <laughs> and being being Big Head Chuck has got me in places, and you know I use that card. But I went to the vet with Mrs. Head Number Two. We took our horse. And uh, the the vet there found out I was Big Head Chuck, Roy Morton, big fan of the show. He gave my wife, who was with child, a free sonogram to see our babies at the vet's office. You know, I mean, Big Head Chuck, I can't really fault you for that. I mean, I don't think I know it felt odd. I don't want to be treated with horse pills. No. 
A sonogram is a sonogram, isn't it? Nor do I want to look in there and go, my gosh, she's pregnant with a colt. Yeah. <laughs> Nate in You've Oklahoma. Got twins, puppies. Uh, Nate, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, guys. Hey, I wanted to give a big thanks to the kickoff hour yesterday. They gave me a significant shout-out on some drawings I did of Helms and Baby Ellis. But anyway, real quick, Kyrie Irving, he's made a statement that the NBA logo needs to be changed from the white image of Jerry West to Kobe Bryant because the league was built on black kings. One question for for Kyrie, are you kings or are you oppressed? Have a good weekend, guys. What, what did he say? I, I couldn't understand him. He, he said, are you a king or are you oppressed, I think is what he said. Yeah. Uh, oh, you said make up your mind. Oh, yeah, okay, I see. Uh, again, okay. I, look, the the NBA was around. It is now dominated by primarily uh, African American athletes. If they want to change the logo, I ain't got a problem with that. Could, could we put a basketball player that you can't tell? Well, I was I mean, going to say, could it just be an obscure it, basketball. Rick, player? let me ask you this. No, more importantly, I don't know that we should be able to tell the gender of the player. Uh oh, you're right. Thank you for that. And and non, we just non-binary, use, non-colored. Why don't we just use human a, a stink thing? person? Why, when do we think that's – is that supposed to be Jerry West? I've never, well, it yeah, is. Yeah, it is. It's it, based it is off him. him. But yeah. to your point, Rick, who actually this day and age, unless you grew up, knows that? Uh, I didn't. No, Look, most people don't. If they want to honor Kobe Bryant yeah. now that he's deceased and make his image the logo of the league, I don't have a problem. I don't either. I don't either. As long as we don't play silly games about it. Yeah. Why, why don't Look, we just say Kobe Bryant is a legend of our game, and in honor of him because he died, we want to make him the, the face of the NBA. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, People I, upgrade logos all the time. That's fine. Who yeah. Cares? Yeah. Let's not make it about race. Let's just update the logo. Jerry in Piedmont, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, Rick. Hey, buddy. I got a, th- I got a theory on your uh, lifted truck. Yeah. You know, if you take a regular old truck out in the backyard under the shade tree and raise it up, put a set of super floppers on it, it's going to change the speed. But one done from the factory like yours is, it's probably already calibrated. I think you're just hauling A trying to get to the pond. <laughs> that makes more sense, doesn't it? And and, and maybe maybe the, the kind trooper was just cutting me some slack. That makes more sense, doesn't That's it? That's right. Because <laughs> I told him I was going fishing, and he kind of looked like he wanted to go with me. You know, uh, apparently they don't do this, but you would think with all the computer control we got now that it would adjust for that, that it would sense the, the revolution of the wheel and adjust for it. I would just, look, it's I'd, got GPS, and easy. you know you got mm. GPS, and it'll tell you your speed. Can you let me? And it has nothing to do with the time. Can you let me enjoy my first warning ever? <laughs> Todd I'm just saying, and Meridian, I want to solve a problem, Rick. Uh, listening to the buzz of my mud brother. Yeah, Ted, go ahead. <laughs> just wanted to confirm that uh, Eagle will go to roadkill. I've seen it done twice, and actually had a raccoon. Mm. And uh, he is he was on both of them. So yeah, you could throw your fish over the pond dam, and they'll come to them. Okay. All right. Well, I'm, I, that might we can cut a deal there. They say, "Look, we got food out here." You start feeding them, Rick. You know, it's like I seagulls. Know. I'll you look, know what I mean? I'll look up when I have thirty of them. <laughs> They'll be picking them off your rod next. Uh, let's go to Danny in Rome, Georgia. Danny, wel- Danny, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. Go ahead. Guys? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. guys. Been been with you on and off since nineteen ninety six. I love you guys. Thank You've done you. a lot for me in my personal life. Uh, thank you for that. But Rick, I thought you were Native American. Well, I'm more Native American than say Elizabeth Warren. I get, I get well, nothing. Well, I but get, Rick, no, no. Listen, I was going to say we all are. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Listen, I, if you go out there with a spear, maybe you'll have more luck getting them to talk to you. Well, that's true. I didn't. I should have. I could have gone back to my heritage a little more. Walked out there and tried to become one with it all. Mm. Uh, let's go to Greg in Alabama. Greg, thirty <laughs> seconds. Go. 
Monkey grass and Jake breaks to you. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And I was going to tell you, what about a kiddie pool? You just put the cold ones in the kiddie pool, you know, about six or seven inches of water in there, and just throw the cold ones in that, and then that- you got you know what? That's not a bad idea. Rick, then hounds you, can come get them and take them up to the Coosa River. We were Rick, just talking about you, transferring them. Yeah, why don't you start a separate little pond, a holding pond for the ones not big enough? And you could sell them off or give them away to somebody. That's not a bad idea. Or grow them over there. They get bigger, put them back in. There you go. Yeah, or let the eagles eat out of that pond. That way I have a population that's both doing the same thing right. instead of having overpopulation. That's right. I'm separating the population, growing both. You get a you get like a nursery My over there to grow goodness. them up. What an huh? idea. Yep. Uh, you need anything good. else? You know what? Can I tell you? It's a little further away than I want. But Gary I, could do it. He's got I, extra time now. <laughs> <laughs> I still hadn't heard about the setback. Uh, have you not? No. I'm sorry. You weren't in here, were yeah. you? The uh, um, I have there's one a, holding pond coming up. Well, how about this? No, no. I've got. I smell a, diesel. I've got over next. <laughs> hey, I've got over next to my new garden. There's a little, it's nothing, but it's so tiny, it was probably just there for cattle. There, yeah, that'd be perfect. There is a yeah. little one over there. Yeah, it starts out. Now, it dries up though, a little bit in the summer, I think. Huh? I just got to make sure it doesn't, maybe help it out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. If, well if you leave us, have a big day. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.